it. You there? Yeah, I'm here. What's up? Oh, I mean, let this fucking thing work its magic. I think it's done. Yeah. Mm. Out. Is that working or not? I don't know. I thought it was. Yeah, I think it is. I don't know. Who cares? Whatever. Are we, are we there? Did, did did we make it? I think so. <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes I don't know. Sometimes I do know. I don't fucking know. That was like the that was like the best the other night, man. It was like I think I stopped recording, bro. It was like oh shit. And then, and then it, it, it it didn't even stop. Like, I listened to it, and I was like, oh, no. shit. Just it like, stop it's super beat. It's fucking yeah. perfect. Dude. You know? No bullshit, no edits, you know? Complete no, nothing like fucking that. lunatics running the sound, dude. That's it. <laughs> yeah, so, so how do you how do you feel about that? I mean, I think Cornelius, it was fantastic. It was a great, super oh, man. fun. It was super fun. I, I laughed. We I, I listened to some of it, and I laughed my ass off. And... You know, it was a great time. <laughs> it, was, it was almost epic in a way. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was it was pretty cool. It was, uh, you know, because I talked to Cornelius, uh, you know, many times on the phone and had conversations with him that, you know, like all these conversations, like any one of them could have been a podcast or whatever, you know, a conversation that people might want to listen to or might yeah. not. They might, yeah. you know. Yeah. They might jump the ship, you know, at one point and be like, you know what, man, uh, I gotta go. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't know. I totally get that. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it's about your asshole just talking about whatever. So. Yeah. Well, like, like that's kind of what all of the, all of it is, you know. Like, and like, you know, and and and, uh, and and it's like, who's who's with you on that? You know, who wants to hang with you? And uh, definitely have gotten some, uh, you know, people that are saying that it's like, oh, this is cool to kind of listen to. And it just it just feels like we're hanging out, and I, that, that's really cool. So, I'm literally sitting on I'm sitting in a chair on my on Jonas' balcony right now, having a oh. beer, smoking a cigarette, and talking to you. We're hanging out. So. Totally. I just cracked a. Let me see. It's um, this is a fucking local brewery here in uh, Tampa. Well, I'm not in Tampa, but it's over the over the over the bridge there. Cigar yeah. Cigar City Brewing. Uh, they actually do the guar beer. What? Which, yeah, they do guar beer, which is not sold here. It's sold like North Carolina, South Carolina. Oh, uh, okay. But it's uh, brewed down here, and then they ship it out. Now, I was looking around the night, and I think they do have, like they have the Iron Maiden beer. Yeah, the Trooper. The Trooper. There's the the, the dark, uh, the black kind. Yeah, which is, which is way better than the uh, the other one they were putting out first, which is sort of just their like regular sort of like Budweiser kind of style and oh, okay. like, overpriced and not very oh, it's, good. It's expensive. It's like four cans, right? It's it. Yeah, four cans and you're and you're dropping like twelve bucks, and it's not even like very strong. It's not like you're like, oh, we're gonna you know have a good. You could you could like share a four pack of that with somebody, and you guys might have a you know good time. You know what I mean? Like, but it's it's like nah. Well, I want to get. I want to get Darker. like buzz. I want to get buzz up like a half half a can, like and then put on Iron Maiden. That's what I want to do. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. you know, I, I definitely, I you know, I got that uh, packet that came with the. Uh, it was like a, a canister that came with the uh, Trooper uh, pint glass, and then it had oh, like one. Shit. One. Yeah, oh, it was cool. It was like one of their beers, and then 
I still have the the canister that came in. I want that. That sounds awesome. Oh, it's pretty cool. You know, I throw throw my change in it and just kind of like whatever. (laughs) You know, it's it's like it's like the old. uh, You know, uh, I remember listening to an episode back when it was on with the uh, the Dead Pit guys. You know, Dead Pit. Yeah, I remember Dead Pit. Oh man, I was a huge fan of those guys, but like. I'll never forget, like, the guy West was just, like, you know, you know, uh, creepy Kentucky, and he was, like, they were talking about steelbooks, and they were laughing about how, like, you know, they'll get him in the mail all dented and fucked up, and he's, like, it's not a, he's, like, it's not a steelbook, it's, he's, like, it's an aluminum book. It's an aluminum book, yeah, I, that's a funny thing, I don't, I don't know why they call it that, I, I mean, it sounds they look, cool, they look cool, it, yeah, it sounds really cool, but it's not, like, I got a, um, I got a C2, uh, disc, Oh, like yeah. my my mom bought me for my birthday like a long time ago. It, it's actually like a metal. Oh yeah, it's a metal skin that goes over it. It's like it just rips up the plastic of the DVD. Case. Oh yeah, it just tears it every apart. time you, you pick it up. You have to unfold it a little bit to like bow it out a little bit so it doesn't bow it out. Yeah, bow it out, and it still it still shreds the fuck out of it. But it's like it's real metal though. Oh yeah, you can cut somebody with that thing. No, dude, you can take a you can make a fucking shank out of, like a fucking T eight hundred shank out of that fucker and just take somebody out with it. Totally cut a jugular fucking vein with that thing. You fold it, <laughs> fold it the right way, and you put it in the fist and ball it up a little bit. You're, you're taking a motherfucker out there if they come through the window. This motherfucker comes to the window. I'm taking it. I'm slicing his throat. I'm giving a fuck with a key fold over cover. I think I think this guy's a little short of a six pack. Hilarious. <laughs> I, oh my god, man! Like I, yeah, uh, I got I got a few of those uh, aluminum. I'm gonna call I'm gonna start calling them aluminum books from now on. <laughs> I got like, I got like a I got like a Batman Returns one. I got all the Lord of the Rings trilogy. It's an aluminum book, <laughs> dude, dude. I I got the Commando director's cut on Blu-ray, and it's supposed to be a quote-unquote steel book. It's very plastic, like even more even more. Than usual on those, those aluminum books, man. Oh my god, it's the, plastic as fuck. The, the 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 best is the, well, the torture is like sometimes you'll go online and like unboxing videos, you know, like you'll see, and there'll be some dude and he's like, he's like, ah, oh, I just got the, uh, you know, the steelbook edition of, you know, Christine, which I did, I got recently for nine ninety nine at Best Buy, right? I'm like, oh, this is great. Yeah, I've seen that before. It's a, it's a weird looking cover, isn't it? Oh, it's beautiful. Like that, somebody the, they get the Mondo guys doing these beautiful like uh, paintings for the you know it's kind of a slip, but you know it's kind of a cardboard whatever. But like it's, pink, it's, pink and blues and stuff. You know, oh, very, yeah. it's really cool. Yeah, yeah, it's really cool. I'll, I'll post a picture of it like you know on the uh, page there. But it was nine ninety nine, and I remember Good <laughs> Times. You know, Good Times had it couple of years ago and they were like limited edition and like you're fucked if you didn't order it and want and you didn't pay thirty five dollars for it. Yeah. You didn't get it. And then finally like uh I forget who the company that held the license to that film originally. I was like, yeah, you know what, we're gonna just put out one for nine ninety nine. Blu ray and uh, it's got the commentary on it. It doesn't have a bunch of the other extra features, but at least you get a nice transfer and you get the John Carpenter commentary with the star of the film and it's really good. Yeah, yeah. Um, who the fuck did that? Is that MGM or some shit that makes this scene? I don't. I think it was. I think it was MGM. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But if, but if you bought the Good Times, like like they put out Vampires last year, and I'm like, you motherfuckers, you got the rights to Vampires. And I could I could not believe that. 
Oh my god! I never so thought I never thought I'd ever see John Carpenter's vampires in a pristine case or pristine, um, you know, special special sort of features collector's edition like that ever. And I don't have it. I want it bad, but uh, I want it too. And yeah, you got to pay a hundred bucks for that bitch. You, you know, yeah, ridiculous. for like some, yeah. somebody else's copy. You're like fuck, dude. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 remember, I remember you mentioned like a little while ago someone getting that phenomenal disc. Yeah. And I, I looked it up. I was like, okay, you know, I have the money. I can get like I can get means leg off both of this. And it's expensive as fuck. It's like forty. It's like fifty bucks. Yeah, yeah. It, it's a nice that guy. I'll tell you what, man. Send out films. When he goes out of his way, and he, you know, he's still working on Suspiria from, like, it was announced four years ago. He's yeah. Cleaning, he's cleaning it up so much. He's like, it's not ready yet. You're like, fuck, dude. You know, you announced that. You know, dude, if Chris McGibbon was here, he'd be, he, like I said, he's the oracle and, and, and full knowledge of all these companies because he's worked with them and he knows it. And Michael Felser is another guy that does the documentaries and stuff, but. Honestly, like I remember them talking about that in 2012. Right? Yeah, but the, but the phenomenal one was announced as well, and that just finally came out. I have their demons, uh, you know, one and two. Uh-huh. And they look, they look amazing. Like I can't even explain. Like, if you're a fan of the movie Demons, like the DVD that comes with the Blu-ray looks uh-huh. just as good as the Blu-ray. Like it's like, whoa, okay. Yeah, I want that pretty bad too. I love Demon One too. I, I would love, I would love for us to do a Demon episode sometime down the road as well. Oh, that would be great. I mean, I have it. Anytime you want to talk about that fucking movie, I mean, like, I got to get him first. So yeah, we go. Well, you know what's cool about what he does? Like, it pisses people off, but it it shouldn't because the steelbook ones he puts out. Uh, yeah, yeah. In about six months to a year, he'll put out a bare bones. Um, uh, Blu-ray of it, but you're not getting any of the extras that are on that disc. Uh-huh. Um, but you get the beautiful transfer. So it's like, yeah. if you can't afford to buy, the, you know, the ridiculous sort of price they're asking, uh-huh. um, you can still at least at one at some point down the road, you'll always he'll always like put out like here. Well, here's the print. Here's the uh, the cleanup that we did, and enjoy it. Because, like, with the still book of uh, Phenomena, which I'd love to get, I haven't gotten it. Uh, oh, yeah. but, but it's got the soundtrack, and, you know, and I love that soundtrack. It's fucking amazing. And, you know, the music it's, on it is just, oh, my God. It's definitely my favorite Argento, for sure. Isn't it? Isn't it it's really special. Yeah, it's, 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 one know, that, it's, it's the one that really connected with me. So. It's just so, I don't know, it's haunting and just... All that all that POV shot stuff with the bugs and the flyers. Oh yeah, really great. I love all that stuff. It's really a really great looking film. Also, a little um, you know, kind of stepping outside of that box and doing a little something different, which I thought was cool. Yeah, so, it was totally I, like I, you didn't expect this from him, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why I want to get it. That's why I want to get it so bad. This is my favorite. Now, plus, I mean, you know, now let me ask you great. this: Have you seen the movie? Have you ever seen it? Oh, of course, yeah. I mean, like, have you seen the? Did you ever see the blue, the uh, uh, the Arrow uh, DVD Blu-ray they put out? No. All right. Now I have a copy of that. I, I had the Blu-ray, but I had sold it to some guys, you know, a couple years back. And yeah. the Arrow the Arrow edition is gorgeous. Okay. Oh, uh, I bet. I bet. 
and uh, I kept the, I kept the DVD from it. That was my sort of like deal with him. I'm like, look, I'll sell you my copy, but I'm keeping the DVD out of it. Oh, yeah. And he was like, no, that's fine. And uh, I still have that. Now the problem that we had with that, like I remember, I sent it to my friend Jay Lynn up in Michigan. Yeah. It, it just wouldn't. It just wouldn't work. And huh. it it wasn't working on on my uh, PlayStation. And she had a PlayStation. And huh. for some reason, PlayStation. I've told you this too before. Like, I have the Arrow edition of. I have a couple of their their awesome uh, Blu-rays. But like the City of the Living Dead would play on my Blu-ray player that I have in the other room. Yeah. All the features, everything. Yeah. Where only the commentary will play. You can't play any of the documentaries on it. PlayStation does not read their shit for some reason, and I don't know what it is. It'll play maybe, the movie. Maybe it's uh, just it's just age. I mean, maybe just you gotta get a PS4 now. Yeah, well, I'm not doing that right now. Uh, I'm not a gamer, so I don't give two fucks about like that kind of thing. So until it comes down. You know, uh, maybe I'll buy one at some point, but I, it's very frustrating for me. Well, maybe, like, maybe, maybe get the DVD, maybe get a, a new Blu-ray player, maybe instead of a PS4. Well, well, it's it plays everything. You know, my PS3 is it, it plays everything. You know, it was yeah. like the third, fourth generation, whatever. But for some reason, the overseas stuff, like this stuff from Arrow, it's like I had my old blue because originally my son William had this PS3. Now he's got an Xbox One. So I took the PS3. I'm like, well, you have all the, all my apps are on there. And I have my Voodoo on there. Everything works great. It still works wonderfully. It, it, it's still in great shape. You know, I, you know, I don't play games. I just watch stuff on it. Yeah, I had, a, I, had a PS, I had a PS3 for like, I think, 11 or 12 years. So then it died out. So, I mean, you know, I know. I know. I, I use that thing for everything. So Yeah, this, this one I got like five years ago, and it still like just kicks ass. But it's probably the best-looking Blu-ray player you'll ever have, like the way the movies look amazing. But for some reason, I, I remember I had my other Blu-ray player. I gave that one to my wife to put out in the front room, uh, which was a Panasonic, or a Philips, I mean. And uh, it played all of the features. It was just a Blu-ray player. It played all that stuff from the era, but no, no problems. But now I have this DVD. The DVD uh, that came with the Arrow Blu-ray that I had that played on my PlayStation, mm-hmm. the DVD won't even play. So like weird. It, it won't even read it. Like, it doesn't, it cannot read it. I'm like, what? And it's a, re, it's a region, was it region A or wherever it is? Or region, region A. It's region A. Okay. It plays weird. fine on the other Blu-ray player, but will not play on my back, my back room where I have all my shit, you know? So, yeah, it, um, it is odd. It's very strange. And, and, and Jalen ended up sending it back to me. He's like, look, I, I can't play it. It doesn't work, so have it back. And I'm like, oh, that's too bad. She, she wanted to see that movie. And I'm like, well, you know, I don't know. But I, I got to find it. I did put it in my stack somewhere. But, I, you know, I'll send it to you if you want to look at it and see what you fucking think. Because you, you're, you're, you're hooking me up with that one thing you were talking about. I'll, I'll send you my Arrow phenomena, And it's got to work with what you have, so. It works, I don't know. It, works, it works fine on my Blu-ray player. It just doesn't work on the PlayStation. I don't know why. I guess I guess send you some stuff. I told you to get that. Um, yeah. I think yeah. you go, I think the Hills of Eyes, and I'm seeing yeah. the nice guys. So. Kind kind of excited. Yeah, man. So I'm, I'll send right. I'll send you the one that I got you back from Jayla, and I'll send you the uh, Phenomena from Arrow because it's fucking gorgeous. Yeah. It's a DVD, but it looks the same. That's how good it looks. Like the just like the demons, because they did a demons, but it was region two. 
Yeah. Synapse. Synapse. That guy went out of his way. That guy went ape shit, dude. Clean that. Yeah. I was like, whoa, dude. You know, it starts out. I was going to. We, um. They're on the subway. When we did the Thriller Killer, I was surprised how much they cleaned that fucker up, too. Those guys are amazing, man. Yeah, they did a good, they did a really good job with that with the drill because they put two versions on. They put a theatrical version, then they put a they put an unrated version, which is longer. They're both on there, so I was able to watch a bunch of doc, bunch of Abel Ferrar documentaries and stuff on there, and watch the extended cut, basically, which is the unrated cut. Wow, and that was really cool. It was cool. Like when the movie starts up, it says, "This movie's supposed to be played loud." Oh, oh yeah, yeah. You start watching yeah. it, and it's like, yeah, I, I, yeah. Did you get to listen to any commentary with him? Because that guy's really eccentric and interesting. And... I watched, um, there's a featurette on there with him. He talks about it, which is really great. And there's also a, uh, another featurette, like a new featurette with him that he talks about. Like, really with. But there's another one on there that's older. It's more grounded, and it's not really about the it's not about the movie at all, or really any, or about any of his movies. It's mostly just about where he films his movies. Oh wow! And it's really interesting. I thought he talks to all the old guys that he's grown up around that area with, like you know, restaurant guys, uh, Italian restaurants, stuff like that. And it's really interesting. It's really good. I like well, a lot. You know, the sad thing about him is that he kind of was like, in my opinion, like right there with Scorsese. But yeah. like he wasn't, he didn't get the, you know, he didn't get the popularity. Like he, no, he you know, I mean, people people love his films, and they don't think they realize it's him that directed them. You know, it was like, oh yeah, you know, he directed King of New York, and people forget you know, that for sure. You know, fucking uh, uh, the Bad Lieutenant with Carvey Cartel, and Ooh. oh my God, his crying is so brutal. <laughs> You fuck! You fucking good I mean, he's just going up and and and, and, and like you know, <laughs> it's fucked up. When you watch it, when you first see that, you're like, you know, it's not funny. Like I remember mm-hmm. not not laughing, and then Howard Stern fucked you up, man. Which is like, I'd be listening to Howard Stern, and then like out of nowhere, uh, like uh, you know, I forget his sound guy, whoever you know, whoever his guy has been with him forever. Yeah. Fred, Fred, that's Fred, who does all his sound effects and all that shit. Out of yep. nowhere, obviously listening, like Ari Lang was like whining about something, and all of a sudden you just hear, <laughs> and he just went on this whole tirade about how they could tell crying in that movie, dude. Fucking uh, you motherfuckers, you just ruined the movie for me. Yeah, I when I first saw it, it was it, you know it's a bleak, bleak <laughs> fucking movie, brutal. And I watched it, and then I, I, I remember, like, way later, um, the Rejection Booth did an episode on, I think, both of them. It's pretty long. It's like, you know, Rejection Booth, they go all out. So it's like, say, a two-hour, two-and-a-half-hour episode, whatever they, and it, when they're talking about the first Bad Lieutenant, Mike White talks about, he's like, have you heard that uh, Harvey Keitel uh, crying compilation? They're like, no, he, he plays the compilation. I'm going to fucking laugh my ass off. Oh, that's uh, brutal. <laughs> on YouTube, I just couldn't stop laughing ever since that time. Oh my god! But like, when, but still, like when you watch that, like if you, if you find the, you know, I haven't watched it in forever. Like, 
I haven't watched it in a long time. I've seen it not, once. That one you go back to. No, I've, I've seen it probably six times. I love the film. And uh, Rick Ramos did a fucking, you know, he did a fucking badass, uh, you know, retrospective of the film. Yeah, yeah. When it mentioned, like, it was, you know, it was like, oh, shit. Yeah, you know, I like, had to go back and watch it again. Like, oh, my God. And it's just yeah. fucking... It's a fucking dark ass movie. It's a bleak, bleak. You know, but, but from it's about redemption. The, you know, this yeah. guy, I, you know, fucking just like everything he's done, and it's fucking Logan, bro. <laughs> it's it's worse almost in my opinion. Yeah, but you know what I'm saying? Like, there's that sort of tone that that or that uh, that that motif that is about this guy has killed people, he's fucking fucked people over, he's. You know, he's done bad things, man, and, you know, was there redemption for him at the end of that film? And, uh, you know, he did the right thing in the end, he felt, you know. Yeah, he felt, I mean, yeah. those guys were scumbags, and but the nun, you know, the nun was like, I don't, I, I forgive them. And he, he just couldn't take that. He could couldn't not, take it. He like, they fucking raped you, they fucking, she's like, that's. I forgive him, you know, and he couldn't handle that. No. Nope. And then because she did, you know, what he ends up doing at the end of that film, and then paying the consequence for all his crimes. Yeah. yeah. You know, just, just fucking brutal. Just fucking, God damn. Yeah, then you got um, Miss 45, which I like a lot, too. Oh, um, Miss 45 is a really great movie, in my opinion. Definitely, you know, he goes, he goes from Driller Killer to Miss 45, it's like, a com- almost a complete 180 because the movie looks better, it's acted better, um, the cinematography is better. I mean, it's just all around amazing. The music is amazing. I mean, it's just, it's like this guy just mastered. After the first movie, he just fucking mastered it. it might Some be. people are probably like, what the fuck is Miss 45? It's like, go oh, look for the trailer of uh, Miss 45 and play that shit. Mm-hmm. And you'll want to watch that movie. Like, oh, there's there's no way you wouldn't want to watch it. I watched the trailer once, and I was like, I went to Amazon immediately and bought it. It's, I saw. I don't have it. Because, I don't own it. I I, I remember seeing the first um, as a kid, seeing uh, Terror in the Isles, which is that. Yeah. You ever, you ever see that? You know what I'm talking about? I know what you're talking about. I don't think I've seen it before, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah. If you have, if you have the uh, the Universal Blu-ray drop of Halloween 2, there's nothing on it but the movie on Blu-ray, but the extra feature is the movie Terror in the Isles, which was hmm. like, came out in theaters when I was a kid. I'll never forget seeing the, like, the trailer for it, and it's Donald Pleasance, and it was, you know, it was probably, I think it was like 83 it came out, and it was hosted by him and Nancy, oh my God, what was her name? She was, she was uh, Robocop's partner. Nancy Allen. Nancy Allen. And it was hosted by her and him, and like, I still have the VHS of it. It, 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 it. It's it's just it's just a cool ass sort of documentary movie about at that time the horror movies that were coming out. Yeah. And they sh- just showing clips of all these movies and just it's a really cool little Terror in the Isles is really cool. And it even well, I remember, I remember, it yeah, oh, you gotta look at that. Look that up. It's probably even on YouTube. You know. Um, but there are things that, that will surprise you that are on YouTube. I, I, I've learned that in the last few years. So. Oh, yeah, it's, it's amazing. Like, some movies that are there, like I said, Rawhead Rex is sitting there, you know? That's, that that, that is, is Spanish. Or is it? Is that, 
maybe I must have been really hammered then because I remember like throwing it on one night. I'm like, holy shit, there's the movie. Yeah, I put it. I, I you know we're gonna do the show. I found it. I found it on YouTube, but it's it's in a different language. So oh man, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, Alamo Draft House put on a had a put on a Blu-ray of uh, Miss Forty Five. They put a bunch of cool special features and shit on there too. Wow. So, yeah, it, it looks really nice, dude. It's even got a reversible cover too, which is cool. So, I love that cover. <laughs> Of her, like it's, like it's like the back shot of her, of the gun. She just she's got like the nun outfit or what? No, no, she got that. It's like a short skirt on with the fishnet stockings and the, oh, the yeah. gun, the forty-five smoking barrel and shit. And then there's that other cover which I which Alamo use when you buy it, which I like a lot too, which is like like several different pictures that are get they get bigger and smaller as it goes oh, wow. in. So it's like her, it's like her face from like the uh, nose down, and then, like, it gets smaller, and it gets into her, like, yeah, she shows her face shooting the gun, which is really great. Yeah, that's a kick-ass movie. Anybody that's listening to this, they should definitely go out and fucking pick that up, because it's, it's good. It's yeah, good. check out Miss 45. I mean, even the music's pretty cool. The trailer oh, will uh, get, get you pumped. No, you're like, oh, Ooh. yeah. The music yeah. is very, like, um, what's his name, Harry Manfredini, or whatever? Not Harry Manfredini, uh, um, the guy who the guy who scored uh, Death Wish. Um, oh God, I can't remember his name. I can't, but, it, but it's very much like that, in my opinion. Oh yeah, and it has it actually it actually kind of has a Warriors vibe to it, as far as like you know the way it's the music goes and that the instrumental portion of the, of the film. Yeah, yeah. At some points it definitely has a, a Warriors feel. At late seventies, fucking you know, early fucking eighties, eighty one. Sort of, you know, there's a John Carpenter thing going on, a lot of bass, a lot of, like, you know, oh, yeah. talk, oh, yeah. you know, up and funk shit going on in the yeah. music. You know? and you're like, holy shit. But yeah. in Terror in the Isles, they, they showed clips from that, and I'm like, what the fuck is this movie? And it's Miss 45. Abel Ferrer. Yeah, people don't realize that, you know, they, they make the lead actress in there, you know, she's playing a, a mute character. And um, you know it's it's different than you think. You know, there's not a lot. Of, there's no. She didn't talk at all. And uh, you know, she, yeah, that kind of strange. They can rub people the wrong way because you know I think the way Ferrara Ferrara uh, directs it and shoots it is just like it, it's just a, it's incredible. It's a masterpiece. I mean, it's just it's very silent, very quiet. And uh, but when the when when it, when the shit starts to happen, it gets loud. And, yeah, uh, she, she doesn't, I don't even think she, well, I don't want to ruin it for people if they get to it, but, uh, yeah, I mean, there's a level of, like, vigilanteism going on where you're going, hey, lady, like, that's not even, they didn't do nothing to you. She's yeah. just going on a rampage, dude. You know what it's I mean? Kind of, like, kind of leads to her downfall. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. She just fucking loses her mind, basically. But there's that scene of her kissing the bullets. Oh, Every you know, bullet going into the every bullet, dude. You know, it's so got cool. lipstick on, right? And, and yeah, she's, she's, I, I think she's wearing a nun's outfit at this she's point. Wearing a nun's outfit, yeah. She goes to a trick. She goes to a Halloween uh, party at the Fucking insane, dude! Like people need to check that movie out. Miss Forty Five. Miss Forty Five. Great title. Awesome title. Oh yeah. I mean, it's just it's a cool, awesome movie. And, and, and like even you said, you mentioned it before, but like. 
King of New York is a fucking badass movie. People should see it more and talk about it more. Because it's fucking great. That's like, it's like a double feature night, you know, would be like, you want to do a cool-ass double feature of gangsters and shit from New York? You do that movie, and you do fucking New Jack City. And oh, shit, that's, that's a good get to go. That's good. That's very good. Right? Isn't that like, you throw that, you throw those two in, like, in a night, you bust out the fucking, you know, whatever your favorite drink is, or beer, or whatever. Bring out some whiskey. Uh, bring out bring out a little whiskey, and fucking, you know, the fucking New Jack City. You can't fuck with that, dude. No, I need just getting kicked out. I want to kill you so bad. I never watched that. I never watched that. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta watch that shit again. I fucking love that movie. Yeah. Judd Nelson, you know, Judd completely Nelson. out of character. He's fucking, you know, they're doing like, uh, you know, uh, what's his name? They're going up to that what, Italian guy, and they're like, you know, door number one, your fucking head explodes like a melon. <laughs> <laughs> and then Ice T's like, door number two, you tell me everything you know about fucking whatever. It's just. You know, it's from my childhood. Like, I've heard people shit all over that movie, and I'm like, whatever. Oh, I have to. I have to. It's like, whatever. You know, like, you know, it's, it's just Nino Brown, dude. You know, the fucking Wesley Snipes. And just for a while there, was like, motherfucker. yeah, for, like, for a while there, I, was, I had a period where I was watching New Jack City and Demolition Man, like, back to back. Oh, my like, God. That's weeks. Demolition. Everyone's forgotten about Demolition. No one talks about Demolition, man. That's you talk about it more. That's a comedy, man. That movie's funny. Okay, dude. It's not only. I'm gonna bring. You, I'm gonna bring it full circle right now. All right, go ahead. It's also also produced by Joe Silver. Joe Demolition Silver. Man. Look, <laughs> had his hands in everything. That's right, dude. Um, and that you know, not only is it a great, you know, is it a great comedy. It's also a really badass action movie too. So, oh yeah, no. It's Dude, a fun-ass that, that scene where he fucking, like, you know, he fucking, like, he's in the car, and he's like, he's like, what the fuck with this fucking Mickey Mouse piece of shit? And then, like, fucking, <laughs> it, like, remember he crashes it, but it, like, saves him? He's like, I thought I could just, he comes out, he's like, I feel like I just got out of a French crawler. Or, 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 or not a French crawler? What was it? I don't remember. I remember, oh I remember, I remember um, the mayor's like, thank you for saving my life. I'd love to invite you um, to Taco Bell. <laughs> Taco Bell. Man. It's like, Taco Bell? What? Taco it's like, Bell. Oh, yeah, Taco Bell. Bell's like, that's the shit. You know, <laughs> it's the shit the future. Like everybody, everybody eats at Taco Bell now. Oh, so weird. Such a weird fuck. Dennis Leary, great in there, too. Dennis Leary. Dennis. You got your boy from uh, fucking Beetlejuice in there. Oh, my God, you're right. Otho, man. You got Otho. Otho, man. man. Like, why is, why are these people in this movie? You know, a young... Just out of the helicopter, he's just like... Yeah, a young Benjamin, Benjamin Pratt. Bring Benjamin yeah. Pratt's in that. Like, he's like, fuck yeah, remember? Because no one would curse and everything. Yeah, like, yeah no one would curse. Everybody's listening to fucking, what, commer- like 30s, 30s commercials, like radio commercials and shit. Such a fucking Jingle. weird-ass movie. Yeah, it's a weird fucking movie. It's, it's very odd. I remember I went to Hollywood... Planet with my parents in Texas. Um, wow, this was a long time ago. I was like twelve or something like that, and uh, they had that fucking Stallone in the in the ice. Oh hanging, shit! Hanging from the ceiling where we ate. I had a fucking Terminator burger. Pretty badass, man. What was a Terminator burger like? Do you remember that, or was it just like a giant? 
It's a giant, giant ass fucking burger with like everything on it: fucking onions, pickles, uh, lettuce, tomatoes, everything was on that fucker, man. Just picture so, him in the, in the in the room. You know, he's he's in the uh, you know what the, what what you know. This is what the, uh, the, uh, the, we're going to have uh, Terminator burgers. Terminator, uh, <laughs> Terminator. I want it to be uh, just full of uh, everything. I did everything on it. Uh, we do it uh, pickles. Uh, we want uh, onions, uh, uh, mayonnaise. Uh, you know, uh, fucking like half pound uh, something. Uh, we, I, you know, we we're going to go crazy with this. I want the people. When they eat it, they go, oh, I was eating the Terminator burger. The, uh, the, uh, <laughs> the, uh, the Terminator <laughs> burger, right? Uh, you only make out. it well done. Do it. Make it well done now. Eat it now. Do it now. <laughs> Get to the kitchen. Oh, no. Get to the kitchen. Do it. You can do it. Flip the burgers now. Do it. Uh, <laughs> Kill me. I'm here. Do it now. Kill me. I'm right here. Have you seen that? Did you see that fucking... Um, somebody, made, somebody, somebody made a short gif of uh, Arnold in Predator when, you know, when, the, when the Predator's like walking down there, like coming after Arnold or whatever. Oh, no. And, um, and Arnold's like, yo, come kill me. I'm right here. Somebody like, somebody like redid it and like put like... Um, uh, a beard on the Predator with, like, a Santa Claus hat. And, like, you know the spikes that are coming down he put in there? Like, there's, like, a mistletoe, mistletoe hanging from it. And Arnold's, oh, like, they... Arnold's like, kiss me, I'm right here, do it, kiss me. Oh, no. <laughs> that's fucking hilarious. Like, get it's a pretty, that to me. I want to see that. That sounds fucking hilarious. I was thinking, I got some pictures of me actually standing next to um full-scale, like, life-size model of oh, Arnold wow. from P2 at Planet Hollywood. I gotta put that shit on the group. I have that still. I gotta, I gotta send that to the group. It's some, it's yeah, some you old gotta, shit. You gotta put that on there. We wanna see that. People love that shit, man. Cause I mean, like, you know what's, it's killing me, and I don't know why I, I never lost them or threw them out. They're in my house somewhere. When I went to, uh, you know, you saw the picture of me with Tom Savini, right? Yeah. Well, that same show, like, that's the show. Where, um, let's see, I got to I'm, meet Richard Liberty, who was Dr. Frankenstein in Day of the Dead, right? Yeah. And I have a picture where I'm standing next to him, and it's really cool. I can't find it. Uh, picture with Angus Scrim, where he signed my, yeah. uh, you know, Phantasm DVD. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, I, you know, and it, uh, it was a Fangoria Weekend of Horror show in Orlando that nobody went to. Really wow. weird. It was like no one was there. There was probably a total of like forty people there. Maybe forty people showed up for this. It That's was, a it bummer. Was, it was really like holy. But what was great about it was that everyone there, like Leanna Quigley, all of these people were there, and like it, it was back before. Like it was, you didn't have like these these like rooms where you had to wait in line. You were just tables, and you walked up to them, kind of like you do with comic book artists at conventions. Yeah. And you were able to talk to them, like, straight up, like, and ask, because no one was talking to them. And, yeah. uh, you know, I got a picture of, uh, what's, his, what's, your, what's your boy choking me out? Um, uh, Jason, Kane Hodder, right? Kane Hodder. He, he ain't my boy, but, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. 
this yeah. guy, like, I mean, he really was choking me, too. Like, he was like, yeah, he got into it a little bit. I'm like, yeah. You know, but it, it, it's funny, but it's like, yeah. You, you know, we're not shaking hands here. Did you, you got your fucking hands around my throat. But yeah. it's still a funny picture and pretty cool. And I got to meet him, and, like, he was cool, though. You know, but he was just, you can tell he's a little into his thing. He's into his thing. He, yeah, he's coming into his thing. Yeah, he's definitely into it. You know, I, you, know like, you, you bring up Tom Savini. Let's, let's talk about this. This is interesting. Martin, okay. just told me, <clears throat> Martin just told me today that Tom Savini got announced for Texas Pride Mare Weekend, which me and Martin are going to in, uh, in May. And um, if Tom Savini's going to be there, it's awesome, right? I'm like, now, nah, man, because I've heard a lot of shitty things about Tom Savini. So you met the guy. How's, how's Tom Savini? Here's how it went for me. And clearly this didn't happen for a lot of people. But for me... I'll never forget this. This is, this is a real moment. So, my, I was with my friend Rick. Okay, so I go. I remember like, look, I'm gonna go out there and uh, smoke a cigarette, right? Yeah. So I go down this hallway and I go outside these double doors or whatever. And I'm just standing up front smoking a cigarette. No joke. You know, door opens. I'm not even. I didn't turn around. Or I was just smoking, and uh, I hear this voice, and he's like, "Hey, man." And I turn around and look at him. It's Tom Savini. He goes, can, can I bomb a cigarette? And I'm like, oh, yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> machine. Right? And, yes. And, and he had that. He actually had that prop there with him, which was really cool. I took a picture of that. Yeah. Oh, cool. Uh, That's very cool. He had his buddy with him. I can't remember his name, but he was he did, like, a lot of helping out with the makeup on, like, Day of the Dead and other other films. Mm-hmm. Uh, that he had done, you know, with, with Van Damme and all this shit. But I'm standing out back, and I'm smoking a cigarette with Tom Savini. We were smoking, and I just, I just remember, like, looking at him, and I was like, look, I'm not trying to be like, you know, he's like, oh, man, what, what do you want to talk, you know, ask me whatever, you know. And he, I, I asked him about uh, what it was like, of course, Creep Show. I told him it was like my favorite. Yeah, um, for sure. That's what I would ask him to do, Creep Show, for sure. Can movie, right. Yeah, and he's just yeah. like, well... You know, and then he went into his thing, which was like, you know, well, you know, I, I, it was the first movie where I really got. It wasn't just me doing like these sort of head explosions and 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 and, and uh, gore Flash. as far as yeah. Yeah, slashing. And whatever. Yeah. this is where I got to actually design monsters, you know, uh, which I always wanted to do, and blah blah blah. And we talked about that, and then and then like I remember, like, yeah, we were, he he quits, you know, he's done smoking. He's like, I gotta go back in. He goes back in, and, like, and I remember going back in, and, like, for the rest of the day, I would just come back kind of around his table once in a while, because I would think of things, like, what can I ask him? And he was just like, what's up, man? But from what I've heard recently over the years is that he's not, like, you know, it, he, you get him, it depends on what mood he's in. You could get him in a mood where he's really cool, uh, or you can get him in a mood where he's just kind of, like, you know, bodied up. He's heard these questions so many times. You know, don't you expect that though when you go to a convention? Yeah, of course, that's yeah, why yeah. I agree. I totally agree with you. It's yeah. like, yeah, but dude, they paid you to come here, and you know, I, yeah, I get it, but it, you also can't be a, you know, unless somebody was a dick to you. And I saw there was a couple people that were just really annoying. Dude. You could be like, yeah, I yeah. totally see where you're like, yeah, I would be losing my mind if I was like one of these people and I had to put a still. You know, one of these fucking wackos or whatever you want to call them, um, they've they've um, supported him in his career. So sure, 
It's a weird tug of war, almost. It's a very strange, like I said, nowadays, you know, I was going to conventions back in the day when, like, now some artists are charging for their signature, and I'm going, that's very strange to me. Joanna just said hello. What's that? Joanna just said hello. What's up, Joanna? How are you? You said hello. How are you? She's good. <laughs> she's hanging out. She's hanging out with her buddy inside. I'm out here drinking and talking to a buddy on the phone about cool shit. Talking about some shit. Talking about you know, fun shit. Yeah, man. Like you know, it, it's. Uh, but yeah, I, all I can tell you is I don't know how it's gonna be. Now, this was this was right after 9/11. There was a there was a <clears> real you know sort of like I don't know love for your fellow fucking human, you know, that was not there before. And it yeah. just might have been a perfect time, you know. Yeah, sure. Everybody's like, respecting each other more. It it just was cool. Like, like yeah. I, I can't I can't explain the atmosphere of this place other than it was there wasn't that many people there. There wasn't like lines out the door to meet these people. Uh I met, Tony, um, Tony Tapone was there, you know, he was walking around and I'm like, What's oh, up, that's cool. man? And he was in a suit, you know, he was like totally decked out. You know, took took a lot of pride, in the, you know, which I've always heard about the guy. And, yeah, uh, yeah. He's walking around very. He's still, even though there was enough thousand people there, he was very proud of. I could see, you could see it in his face. Uh, you know, of, of, of putting this show together. There was a lot of cool people there, man. Like, um, and Richard Liberty. Here's the, here's the coolest thing ever. Okay, about <sighs> being at the show. He died like six months after the show. I think. Oh. Yeah, it was really kind of sad. Bummer. But what was cool was when that when that uh, Anchor Bay DVD came out, the two disc uh, two disc set that came out. I had that with the fucking with Bub on the front. You could oh, you could, it's, 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 it's like attached to Velcro. Yeah, it was a Velcro deal. Yeah. Right? I still I, dude, have dude, my copy dude, I told, burned. You got that? Oh, I, I got my mom. I fucking like pounded her ass before you take me to work. Work at the movie theater at the time. I was like, before you take me to work. I gotta stop at Best Buy. I gotta pick up this set. Took me over there, fucking found it, picked it up. I was like, Mom, take this, put this back in my room when you get home. I DVD fucking, was loaded, dude. Dude, loaded. I, I hadn't, I hadn't waited to get out of fucking out of work for so for so long ever since I, I that, that movie came out. I was like, dude, this eight hours couldn't go by fucking fast enough. You were I like, gotta come, get on, out come, out here. come on! You were like, "Come on, man!" Yeah, man, I was so fucking pumped because, like, the first time I watched Dawn of the Dead, it was it was even before Martin had seen it. I found it at Walmart, and Walmart used to carry VHS tapes still. Oh and yeah. They had, v- they had VHS bins, and I found this. I found Dawn of the Dead in there. I was like, "This is an awesome cover." Oh, and I turned I turned the cover. I turned it around and get the cover of like a like a side side shot. Illustrated like uh, of a dude looking at a gas mask. Oh yeah, yeah, it was and, Ken Forey. Ken Forey. Yeah, Ken, Ken Forey in the gas mask. Yeah. And I was like, this was uh, this was amazing. And uh, I you watched were with, it. You were with Woolies Crew. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, uh, <laughs> uh, and, uh, and I watched it thousands of. I feel like what, what it feels like thousands of times, basically. But I probably I, I've probably seen Donald Dead. At least sixty times in my lifetime. It's one of my favorites. It's one of my favorites. Yeah, it's it's it, that would that would Day of the Dead. Definitely some of my favorite movies 
just in general, ever made. So. Oh, man. You know, uh, the coolest thing on that uh, DVD, well, not the coolest, because there was some great stuff on There's there. some really good shit on there, yeah. And they, and they left off the, some of those documentaries. That's why I had to hold on at least to a burn. I burned it. Cause I, you know, back, I had this program where I could burn my DVDs. I was back sure. up. Sure. And I still have that because uh, I recently gave up my Screen Factory uh, addition to a friend that uh, really wanted it. And I'm like, you can have it. And I'll, you know, if I come across it again, I'll come across it. Yeah. I'm still going to send you money for that fucking bread and reanimator, man. I keep reading. I'm, bro- I'm broke right now. So I gotta, I gotta don't money. you deal with your shit right now. It's sitting here. Don't worry. I won't tell it to anyone else. I promise. It's yours. Um, Thank you, brother. Oh, yeah. Uh, the the cool thing on there, there's an audio, only an audio uh, recording of Richard Liberty. Sort of, they, they posted sort of his last interview, last recording, um, where at the, it was at the show I was at, and it was in Orlando. No, shit. He, he was like, "Look, guys, can I talk to him? He's so sweet, such a sweet man. I was very grateful. Answered anything I wanted to know about the movie. Got him to talk about it, and he was so." He was such a gentleman, man. Same thing with Angus Scrim. Angus Scrim was like, holy shit, what a cool guy. That's all I've ever heard of Angus Scrim. So fucking sweet. And nobody, like, people were talking to him. Don't get me wrong. It wasn't like nobody was sitting there alone in a corner. Um, it was just like, but there was, like, so little amount of people at this thing that you could just walk up to him, like, uh, you know, and just talk to him. And you weren't being rushed, and you weren't being hurried away, and you weren't... There was no handlers. There wasn't anybody like, okay, next, next. It was like, what are you up to? Like, oh, how are you doing, sir? It's so nice to meet you. And, you know, and so not yeah. the, the tall man. You know what I mean? But, yeah, yeah. Uh, Richard Liberty was so humbled. But he told me. He was like, I just never thought people even saw the movie, let alone yeah. I have fans of it. I said, you have no idea what that meant to me as a kid seeing that. He's like, how old were you, Jared, when you saw that? I, I said, I said, I think it was ten. He goes, oh no. <laughs> I'm like, I loved it. I love. I said, I loved it, man. I loved it. And um, but then he was like, well, okay, I gotta go. And like, because they were Tom Savini did like a, a demo too. Like he went up there with a whip and showed all these tricks. And, and then he left the stage. And then Richard Liberty came up, and they and they just they just let him ramble on about which is on that DVD, and I was in that crowd. It's kind of cool. That's awesome, dude. That's awesome. Oh, shit, you know, like, you know, just was there for that, saw him just up on the stage, a little light on him, you know, and he just talked about his career and talked about George Romero and just, you know, yeah, so. If you, if I, you, um, find, if you find that, because it's not on the Screen Factory edition, they've left all of this shit off. Okay. Um, go find that old... DVD copy because it's kind of neat just to have the, you know, that stuff because it's not it's not out there anymore and uh, yeah. you got you got to dig for it. You know? I got a, a similar story, I guess. Because um, the Comic Con here in Texas, they do it every year. It's called Comic Palooza, and um, it's okay. It's a, it's okay. It's, it's not the best, but it's all right. It's something, you know. At least you can go there and get like. You know, you can go there on a Sunday or some shit, or, or late, later on a Saturday and get some really good deals on comic books. Either way. But um, I went there the first year. I went there with Martin, uh, our really good friend, Ricardo, at uh, 
that Ernie Hudson was going to be there. And I was like, I got to meet, I got to meet Ernie Hudson. Oh, shit. You know, and like, you know, <clears throat> the Ghostbusters have always been like an, uh, a sort of idol to me, I guess, in a way. Like somebody to look up to, you know, somebody I grew up with, you know, I've seen them all through my life. They're and, good guys. <laughs> we love the Ghostbusters. Yeah, man, I always love the Ghostbusters. And so, went up there and waited in line for Ernie Hudson. Ernie Hudson was charging like stupid price. He was like, was, the deal was so good. He was charging like thirty bucks for like oh. an auto, like an autograph and uh, a picture. Oh yeah, she can't. And, and he was like, use your, and they use your your phone camera. He's like, take as many as you want. He oh, was that's running, cool. He was running late. And he got there, and I guess the taxi that he was taking got him uh, got him lost. And uh, he finally got there, and he was like, he apologized to everybody. He had a huge duffel bag with him, opens the duffel bag up, he puts on the fucking suit, he puts on everything. Yeah, it's a fuck up. He was there for all those people waiting for him. They were, he was there for them. And he apologized to me when I met him. He's like, I'm really sorry, man, that I was late. Like, Mr. Hudson, dude, don't worry about it. Like, I just, you know, you know, you say what you can in that time because you have so many people behind you. And like, you know, you tell them how much, you like, you know, you mean to them, uh, or, you know, in that, you know, few minutes or whatever. And, um, you know, you have you sign, you know, something or whatever and take a picture with them. But, like, it, it was, he was an amazing person. And I always thought that, like, everybody that I was going to meet was going to be like, that and I haven't really had a terrible experience yet. I met Ernie Hudson. I got a picture with him. I met Tasha Hinstridge, who like you know one of the first women oh. I fell in love with. Oh wow! Yeah. I met her. At, I met her in Dallas. I got a picture. I got a picture with her. I got I got that picture still. Um, and I met um, uh, what's his name? Uh, I'm blanking pretty fucking hard now. Uh, voice of Batman in the animated series. Oh Kevin, my god, uh, Kevin Conroy. Kevin Conroy. I met Kevin Conroy. Yeah, the fuck out, man. Wow. Kevin, Kevin Conroy signed my bat, my Batman Black and White number one, back like you know this is this is like an early, like it's got it's a Jim Lee cover, and um, I, I know what you're talking about. That's it's, yeah, yeah. It's a badass book. It's a number one. I got him to sign that, and he's a really nice guy too. Um, I met um. No, unless you're going to Weaver and stuff, that was brilliant. It was amazing, but it was too quick. It was just too fast. Uh, but um, I met um, Greg Capullo. Yeah, I gotta say, man, Greg Capullo is probably one of the fucking nicest people I've ever met. You you can't you can't uh, you can't fuck with that. You know, you know what I mean? Like it's just awesomeness. Just you know, oh, when you, man. I, I'm, we got me and Martin were in line for Greg Capullo. We had, some, we had, we had a couple books. I had some books for him to sign. But Martin, we get up there finally, and Greg Poole's like, hey, man, what's up? I'm like, hey, Mr. Poole, can you send some of these books? Like, oh, dude, you want me to sign these books? You, you like these covers? Uh, uh, these, these covers are what you want me to sign? I'm like, yeah. He's like, man, I really appreciate you liking this, what I do here. You know, he's like, you know, I, this is something I do, but I appreciate you coming here. He's like, what color do you want me to do with it? I'm like, oh, well, you know, I'm like, well, whatever color you, you recommend. He's like, I, you know, I, think, I think blue is going to work for this. I'm going to do it with the blue. I like that lighter blue on this. He said, sign it with the right lighter blue. He's like, this one works better with a silver. So I'm going to do it with a silver. He's like, you guys want to, you want to take a picture? I'm like, oh, shit. You want to take a picture with Greg Capullo? Fuck yeah. So I got a picture with Greg Capullo, man. Fucking one of the nicest dudes I've ever met, man. <laughs> like, it's a shit. I mean, when I met in the second instance, 
I was kind of speechless because I was so scared. I'm not going to lie. Martin talked to her. They talked about the weather. I mean, she was just like a normal fucking person. It was just, it was just crazy. They're just normal people, man. And I asked yeah. her about, I, I asked her one thing. I asked her, how was John Carpenter on Ghost of Mars? And she told me that she, she told me that he was fantastic. And I was like, that's great. That's all I need to hear. So I always thought, I, I, I know what kind of a hermit Carpenter's kind of turned out to be, and I think he deserves it wholeheartedly. Yeah. Of all the shit he's been through, but the fear that he's just a cool dude to me. If anyone listens to a Carpenter no, commentary, everyone, commentary, everyone is, is having a good time. Dude, he's that. having a good time, especially when it's him and Kurt Russell. It's like they're having a blast. So, did, you, did you ever get a chance to listen to the uh, Christine commentary? I haven't yet. With Keith Gordon, I think Keith with, Gordon with done something with Keith Gordon, and it is really cool. Okay. okay. Because Carpenter, because I guess Keith Gordon has become a director in his own right. He's a director. Yeah, I I have no idea. But, wow, I didn't know. You know, Keith Keith Gordon has directed the majority of Dexter? Yeah, yeah, they were talking about it on uh, on this commentary. And the coolest thing was, uh, Max, Izzy, come on, Izzy. My dogs are... Yeah, yeah, man. Probably a coyote or something. Get get your ass now. Go eat your little ass. And somebody's less than a cat. <laughs> I'll take you off into the night, into the darkness, and so we'll never find you. I had some, um, some more nice words from Bobby Chains today, too. That was really nice. Oh, really? I was going to tell you about that. I thought he sent me some more very nice. I mean, just, just too nice, man. Just a, too nice of a guy. Just, he loves the uh, show. No, Bobby's, Bobby's, uh, Bobby's, a good, Bobby's a good dude, man. Like, uh, I don't know. I mean, I go on for another hour. I just. I can go off into left field about something. Some, you know, all you guys that have just been. Dane, Dane, Dane challenges on the Schwarzenegger shit. We're going to do Schwarzenegger off. I, I talked to Dane. I said, Dane, they get you on the show pretty soon. I, so I'm talking to Dane right now and trying to figure out a date and a time and how we're going to do all this. So we're going to have Dane on pretty soon. So. Oh, shit. It's going to get crazy. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, Dane's a, Dane's a fucking interesting guy, man. You know, like I said. Totally. I talked to him before on the phone. He's called me from Australia for fuck's sake, like you know, through the through the Facebook app, and, and uh, then he called me like straight out. And I'm like, whoa! And, and we talked for a while. And, uh, Dean is on. one of Dean's probably one of the most humble, caring fucking people I've ever met on the phone. He, he or is. I would love to meet the guy in real life. I would love it. Oh yeah, no, it, it would be a, it would be a lot of fun. I, the thing, the, you know, the, the cool thing with Dane is that also he will, you know, call you out on your bullshit, and he's done oh, it yeah. to me. You know, he's done it to me. He's he's been like you're fucking off. You're not getting it done, mate. You know, and I'm like you're fucking right, dude. And mm-hmm. I know. sent Dane, I sent Dane an idea because he wants to get me involved with this uh, short story yeah. stuff. That project looks really cool. It's a good idea. And, yeah, and I shot, I shot him an idea uh, yesterday, and he likes it. He thinks I should go with it. So uh, I'm gonna shoot, I'll shoot the idea to you right now. So I'm thinking about this story, the short story, thinking about calling it a hor- uh, horror business, uh, sort of like based off of the Misfits song title. Um, but this guy, he gets off of work one day, goes to his local bar, swing at the local bar, goes into the bathroom to take a piss. He finds these three sort of phantasm sort of Jawa-esque creatures in the bathroom um, collecting organs 
from this dude that's laying on the ground. And they escape out through a uh, very narrow window to the bathroom. And this guy, the main character, falls him up that window and kind of follows him back to this deep, dark fucking trail. That's as far as I've gotten so far. But Oh, shit. So he followed them through, like, the, this sort of little tunnel? Followed them through a path. I got a lot of inspiration. I got inspiration from uh, Crichton, uh, Michael Crichton with uh, Eaters of the Dead. I got some phantasms thrown in there. Oh, shit. Uh, I got a lot of stuff thrown in there. Um, you, you tell me these, like, when you tell me that, like, immediately my brain just starts to go into, uh, like, a film. Like, I, you know, and it, it's, you know, my, you know, I'm interpreting it, and I see you know, images, flashes of images of these things and these creatures and, like, that's how that works for me. Like, everyone's like, well, you know, yeah. you know, people don't understand. Like, they're, they're like, how do you get these ideas? Like, remember Stephen King would get the fucking ball breaking forever? Like, every every interview, like, where do you go? get your ideas from? It's like, everybody has these ideas, man. They just they just don't think about it. But, yeah, yeah, they do. You know, it I crosses mean, their mind and it goes away. And you got you to gotta know where to grab them and fucking like, pull them in and go, oh, I got you, motherfucker, with a lasso. Yeah, like for me, um, you know, for me, when, when I first saw Search uh, Warrior back in the day, you know, John, John McTiernan movie with Antonio Banderas and stuff. Um, have you seen it before? I think you did. What is it called? The Thirteenth Warrior. I've, I've never watched it. I remember when it came out. Everyone shit on that movie. Okay. Sorry, you know, it was back then. It's like I, oh, I never, I never got around it when it came out on VHS. And then I hear uh, it's like a fucking great story that. Yeah, I recommend. I recommend you really. I recommend you watch it because it's. I think it's a pretty fantastic movie. Um, but it's based off the Michael Crichton book, Eaters of the Dead. And um, there's a scene. There's a scene in the movie where um, Antonio Banderas and these Vikings basically go to, into the mountains to find these uh, humanoid bears, what they think are bears. I won't ruin anything here, but um, they go. They, they they infiltrate this cave. This cave. And what they find deep in this cave is something that's always stuck with me, even until this day I'm 31. And I was like, man, that's going to be a part of a story that I write one day. And this book, this short story I'm going to write with Dane and everything, you know, the short story collection, that's going to be part of it. I'm going to write, I'm going to, I'm going to put some of that, this is where this main character is going to go. He's going to follow these creatures into this cave. And it's gonna be deep, dark, soulless, um, fucking this void, and then all of a sudden leads into this bright, blinding sort of fucking, um, you know, explosion of fucking light. And he's gonna be. It's gonna. I hope I can blow some people away with my uh, my story. So I'm gonna try. So we'll see what no, happens. You, you just gotta do it. Like you gotta do it. I Listen, I I I. I Sucks. Oh, even if it, I tell you what, I tell you what, you know, like, what I've learned, even with my artwork, like, I was to, just would not do it. My problem was that I would compare myself to my fucking heroes, okay? Well, yeah. you could try and draw like Jim Lee. Get the fuck out of here. Jim Lee draws like Jim Lee. That's it. Okay? You, mm-hmm. you, but you can take things from all of these people, and you can learn from them, and you can have little things that you can like inking styles and 
it, it's what I've done, it, it, you know, and I, I was like, fuck it, I'm just doing it, you know, my way, and eventually you, you build your own style, and, and people are either going to hate it and fuck them, and there's going to be people that really like it. You know? Oh, sure. Yeah, sure. Like, I don't know if you read, uh, I don't know if Dane sent you the advance of any of that he, stuff. He, he sent me the book, I've read half of it. Okay, I read all of it, and I'm going to tell you, dude, it's cinematic as hell. And I, and I told him this, and uh, uh, I, it, it just it just gets to it, it gets it start once it starts like once he gets to where he's going, which you won't reveal any of that because that would be no, not at all. Yeah, and no. I would never want to. I want people to be surprised. Me too. It's it's why the cover like he got that I the artwork I did is so vague. Yeah, it's kind of is an image, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was gonna, you know. You know what it's about, kind of, right? I know you do. You've been reading yeah. it, so it, it, it. I wanted to do. I wanted to go all out, bro. You know, and he's like, no, no, no. You know, <laughs> I don't want anybody to know until. I mean, once it's out there, people are going to talk about it. There's nothing anyone can do about it. But I, I, I'm pretty sure I told him, and I'll tell you this now. But like, once I started reading it, it didn't take me very long to figure out that this guy had a very unique voice. And a unique way of storytelling that I really dig. So yeah, I, told, I, I think works, I told him dude. that, but yeah, it works. Like it, like yeah. Like, yeah, he 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 definitely has he has a lot of talent, and um, I could tell that right away after reading just a few paragraphs. Like this guy's got talent, and uh, I'm hoping he's going to go far. I, I just, just, I just want him to just do it, do it, you know, just keep doing it. Um, yeah, me too. Me too. Got something here that, um, you know, look at man. I always look at it like this, man. I see people that like, you know, they've written, they've written one book or one movie. They made a movie that has stuck with everyone forever. If you, if you can get one thing out there, let alone like, you know, someone that produces novels and stories, you mm-hmm. know, in abundance. I always look at it like if you if you get your one thing out there, I mean yes, I say once you start, like why would you stop? But it's hard. People don't realize it, it's not even very easy. hard. You know, Wait. it's like it, it's the guys the guys who did um remember that show um uh oh shit it was like a, it was um it's a very uh, before time sort of show. I'm trying to think of it's called very tight very um. Oh man, I cannot think it was the guy. The, the, they they eventually got um, the, the the job to do the Super Mario movie, Super Mario movie. Um, oh, I don't know. I can't think of their name, but they, they, but it's a show they did that you would definitely know. Uh, sadly, I can't think. I can't think of what the show's called. I'm upset right now. I don't. <laughs> I had a at a point. God damn, room. God damn you, beer. Um. <laughs> Yeah, but like my point was that they got that they got that chance uh, because uh, you know WB or whoever produced the Super Mario Bros. movie, they saw something in these these two writers and directors um, that that could make a unique vision. And I think that Super Mario Bros. love it or hate it, it is unique. And they also got kicked off the movie like halfway through. So you know it's it's a it's a bummer. It's like the only thing they ever did. That's what I'm trying to. Get. That's what I'm trying to get. It's like that's all they did. It was over after that. 
Yeah, it's a little fucking bummer. You know, it happens. Uh, I think the greatest, uh, and and Dane would uh, attest to this, uh, and we we heard it because of Joe Rogan uh, and then Joey Diaz talking about it, is the book The War of Art. It is The Art of War by Sun Tzu. There's The War of Art, and it is, um, uh, what's his name, Pressfield, uh, Stephen Pressfield. It, it, it basically tells his whole story, and that guy, that guy, didn't get going until he was my age. All right, all right, like, like, and he, and he literally lived in a van down by the river. Shit went bad <laughs> for his life. Okay, he had got married, he had a kid, he had kids, and his marriage <laughs> fell apart. Phone with us? Huh? What's that? Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. My apologies. That's all right. That's all right. Oh. Sorry. Get, get your lady. So I gotta, I gotta find out who the fuck this, who the fuck made this. I gotta, I gotta borrow Joanna's phone so I can use the internet while I'm talking to people on the phone. Oh no, okay. Are you trying to know who made this? <laughs> what was the show these guys made? I'm trying to figure that shit out right now. So I'm gonna, I want to tell you. Oh, I'm gonna find out right now. Um, Brothers, movie. Okay, uh, IMDb. The Annabelle Jinkle and Maki, Rocky Morton did. Come on, get the fuck out of here. Matt Hedrum. Oh, Matt Hedrum. Okay, all right. Oh, okay. Those are the guys that did the Mario Bros. Huh? Yeah, they did the Mario Bros. movie. Interesting. I love Max Hedrum. Max Hedrum lasted like maybe eight episodes, ten episodes. Something like that. Fucking, I never forgot it. I've, to this day, I've never forgotten the show. Had Amanda Peet in it. Yeah. She went on to do The Flash. And it was like really refreshing to see her in The Flash, you know. And you're like, oh my God, you know. And that uh-huh. went away, and that was too bad. I pissed a lot of people uh-huh. off when that went away. Shit, I don't remember Amanda, I don't remember Amanda Peet in The Flash at all. Weird. Yeah, she was. She was. Um, Barry's uh, scientist. She's basically uh, all uh, those characters that are on the show with him. That's uh, that's Amanda. Well, whatever. I, yeah, listen, I fuck it up all the time. Listen. Oh, you're 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 right. It's Amanda. I don't remember the last, but yeah, you're you're on something. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, who's Amanda Pete? Straight Amanda Pete. Who the fuck is that? Amanda Pete's in um, like whole nine yards with oh, uh, okay. Bruce Willis and stuff. Okay, whatever. Um, you got you. Whatever. The Australian chick, uh, whoever her name is, she was in oh. Flash TV series, and she was. Sorry in, for being, I'm being an asshole. I'm sorry. You're not. You gotta straighten me out, dude. I, I do this. I, it's kind of comedy because <laughs> I know a lot of shit, dude. But then there's times where I'm like, oh, I don't care. We're talking 1980, you know, whatever. And I'm like, I thought her name was Amanda Pete. I can't remember. It's Amanda something. I think that's her character's name. That's what's fucked up. No, no, no. No, you're right. It's not Amanda it's, it's, anything. It's probably... It's no, probably no, no. It's, it is Amanda. It's Amanda Page. I'm going to look at it right now. I it's Amanda Page, dude. The actress? Yeah, it's Amanda Page. That's her name. Okay. Because I have the yeah. box of The Flash, the original TV series right here. I have two. I got it, too. Okay, and I can look at it. And, yeah, Amanda Page. Look. Anyway, she... I was close. But she was like... You, you know, Christina, Christina McGee. 
she was she was just really just really charming and really cool. Um, she's also really hot, in my opinion. And re- and really and really hot, yes. And it was just hot. like all, all those things, but like, but she wasn't like overly sexed out either. Not even a little bit, you know. Not even a little bit. No, no, no. Yeah. You know, and it was like it was really cool. Like the, the, you know, she was, and I love seeing her once in a while pop up in the Flash, the new Flash. Yeah, me too. Me too, cool. man. I love it. I love it. They give them both respect, and they, you know, John Shep, you know, like all that stuff. Uh, John Wesley Shep is amazing. He's an amazing awesome. actor, an amazing person. I just, I love that guy. It's fantastic. And to see him like come back and like be able to He's, like at his age, like physically pull off playing, you know. I was saying, I'm like, they better have him be the flat. He's gonna put the suit on or something at some point. They, 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 they want us one better, and like you know. Making him uh, straight up uh, Jake Eric, and I think that's really fucking cool. Oh yeah, that's really great. Uh, he he uh, for me, he's definitely the best actor in that show too. Like he really oh, brings that fucking he brings oh, the emotion hard. Dude. He he's that rock and soul of that movie, man. A show. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry, the show. Me and William like uh, watching that when it was first coming out and everything. Like we we was just sitting intensely and watch the the father and son interaction where he would go visit him in jail and shit, you know. And, yeah. And because uh, William was up on the uh, dude, that was the original Flash, and I, you know, I'd show him the cheesy episodes that I loved. And he's like, no, that's cool, you know. And they're like, oh, look, it's cool. And then he really he, he watches every episode. He's still, I, I, I've been like behind. I haven't watched the last like I haven't watched it since the, the big crossover. So I, uh, you know, I needed, yeah, and I was into every one of them. But like Williams, you know, William grabs them and they're on my review and everything. So. I just need to catch up on that one because I've I've only seen the first season. Oh, dude, you gotta watch season two. I don't know, man. I'll, no. I'll do it. I'll do it because you. What, what's wrong? What's what's? Why do you not like it? What's your problem with it? I want to know because I think I remember you saying you didn't like it or something. Yeah, I don't like it very much. I think it's just it's too it's too sappy. Um, it's too corny. It's way too corny. It's like the problem I have with like Green Arrow. I think Green Arrow is a really shitty show. And it's really corny. Arrow's not a very good show. No, but you got to you you check out Flash. Dude. You're out of your mind, dude. You gotta, what's the matter with you? Watch season two, bro. <laughs> Holy I Christ. Know. I don't know, man. I don't I, I don't think I'm out of my mind. I just I just see what I see. I, I also watched the first season back to back to back to back to back. I watched the whole thing uh, in one so day. You nothing, and nothing, you, you didn't get nothing out of it? There was nothing that touched you on that show? You didn't think it was yeah, cool? I did. I, well, I did. Once the John Wesley Ship. I thought John Wesley Ship was fucking amazing. you got to see where that goes then, man. you got to watch season two, bro. But that's the only reason, I'm, that's the only reason I'll, I'll go out of my way to watch the rest of the it's, show for John uh, Wesley Ship. It's, it's him-centric, okay? Come on, man. Oh, my God. <laughs> you're killing me. I hate. I also what's, what's the guy name? Watch, you gotta Grant watch. Grant You don't like him? Is it Greg? Yeah, I hate Grant Gustin, dude. I hate. Oh, him. Well, then, then don't watch the fucking show. Then, all right. I mean, I, I mean I, what can I, I tell you? If you don't like the main actor, I, I can't tell you to watch the show. I, I, I understand. If I get more, if I get more John Wesley Ship, then I'm cool with that. No, 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 no. Yeah, if you don't like the guy playing the Flash, then yeah, I always thought he was really cool. So he's not, you know, he's not the comics Barry, not at all. None of, no one ever is, dude. They're no. never they're never what they are. All of a sudden, for some reason, Captain America, as the films went on, he has like black hair now. I don't I don't know what's going on, but I don't know. You know, 
and Barry Allen should be blonde, right? Like, yeah, like yeah. It, doesn't, it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter anymore. Like you no, just have to either accept it or you know, like that's the way it goes. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter to me either. I don't care if he was Hispanic or a black man. I could care less, really. I mean, it just be just if he's if he's compelling enough. And I think there are moments when he's compelling. No, I, I love the chemistry between all those characters. I mean, I think the guy playing his stepfather Joe, the, uh, because I, the actor's name. I think that guy's a really good actor. Like, I, I think the chemistry, like, it sincerely feels like, genuinely, like, that's his son to him, and he cares for him, his, his foster son or whatever. Like, I, I think all that stuff works. But if you don't like it, I get it. Like, I mean, I also get that. Where it's like, if you don't dig that, then you're not going to dig it. I mean, that's, there's no... There's no forcing that on it. You can't force that on somebody. Like, ah, I hate that guy. <laughs> that's it. I said he lost. Maybe you hated. Maybe hated a strong word. I just don't. I just don't you care don't like for. It. I just don't, don't care like for what he's doing. But there's like, nothing, there's but nothing also, I, could, you know, I would never. But I'm also. I know where you're coming from. I know where you're coming from, and I, I don't. I'm telling you, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't watch it if I didn't like it. I'm like, I'm not, I don't like it. Like that's it. Like you can't make me 25 what? episodes or whatever fucking shit they. They don't need to do that many. I wish they would do 16, but they, that's what they do. So, you got well, the I mean, silver, you know. For me, when I watched the original show, the original show is like, it's like perfect. It's like, it's, it's, it's balanced well, in my opinion. I mean, every episode is pretty much different. And I feel like watching the new one, it's like every episode is the same. So it's like, maybe, you know, I don't know. Maybe I'm being too cynical. I mean, I should just give him more of a chance. I, I don't. I, I I don't know what to say. I mean, if you watch that entire first season in one sitting, and you didn't like, you didn't like, you were like kind of. I could just picture you with their, with your arms crossed and shit. <laughs> I watched it with a. I watched it with an open mind, dude. I did. I watched it with an open no, mind. I, I I know. I'm being, I'm just like over exaggerating. But you I give, but if, you give me shit. That's fine. I, I get it. A lot of people love this. A lot of people love that show. I do. I understand. Yeah, but there are haters out there. It's okay. Like that's and I'm not, the way it goes. It's, and I'm not a hater. It's just I, I don't I'd rather not waste my time with this oh, hating or you're you're not a hater. I'm not I don't mean it like that. Okay. I just I'm just I using shitty shitty uh terms that <laughs> you know, we all use now. We we yeah, don't yeah. You don't like it. I mean, that's it. Like it, you don't like it. You, you you didn't dig it. You're like, yeah, yeah. It's fucking, this is awesome. I was, I was, I was I, I was, was like not that. like that. I was not like that. I was more like, I was more like non-plus. I was like, all right, I watched the show. I mean, it's there. Um, right. You, know, you weren't whatever. blown away. I was Everyone was, I, I was blown away by it. Cornelius, like, dude, he loves that show. He'll, he'll, he'll call me. No, listen, he'll call me and be like, dude, you know, and we were digging it. I, I just, uh, season two was really cool. I thought it was really fucking dark and really fucked up. Kevin Smith came on well, then, a couple episodes. Well, Martin uh, said this, Martin said the same thing that you said. He said that he said that season two. I need to watch it. And I, I oh no, does Martin, does Martin dig the uh, Flash yeah. TV series? Yeah, he liked it a lot. So well, maybe I should give it a chance. <laughs> you get you and him saying that it's, it's fucking good. Maybe I should give it a chance. You might. I just you know what it is. I just think you might if you're, you're a fan of that of the DC and everything. I think you might dig where they were going with this by season two. It, all I can tell you is, like, season one was such a huge hit that season, oh, yeah. two, season two allowed them to really push it, dude. 
and like going to shit that we're all fans of. Jeff Johns is like heavily involved in season two, as he yeah. was, I think, with season three. But the storyline where it's going, just think of this, dude. All I can tell you is this: Crisis on Infinite Earths. That's that's yeah. kind of that's kind of all I can tell you, without spoiling things. But just know that the door is open for so many things to happen now. Well, after um, Martin, Martin told me that like Tony Todd was was working on it with some voice work, I was like, I need to watch yeah. it. You yeah. need to watch it now. No, I haven't had a chance to watch it. Yeah, you got to check that out. It's pretty cool. And it's cheap, dude. Season one and two are fucking cheap. I mean, well, those things those things are always running for like ten to twelve dollars. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, 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 I like twelve ninety nine for like the, the Blu rays, right? Shit. Yeah, man. It's, it's just the thing. It's like, it's like I'm gonna watch it. I wanna watch it with Bryce. On for, 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 for Bryce. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. I like to, I like to own some DVDs though. No, I got like, I, I'm just saying, like, if you don't want to pay for that, you're like, I don't love that. I think check it out. Like, watch, watch that first couple. Oh, that's true. That's, you know, that's cool that it's there because you can watch a couple of them. And be like, all right, you know, maybe I'll go out and buy this, or be like, no, that's all right. I don't need to pay for this. Like from that way, I, I at least I, I can watch them. Okay, I'll watch them, and I didn't waste my money. You know. Yeah, yeah. I, I know yeah. what you mean. Like, like you know. Um, with that first season, with the first, was it, was it a season and a season and a half on the first uh, '90s flash show, Jones Beach? It's like a season and a half or something. Yeah, it's like well, yeah, it's, I guess I guess it would be. Um, but with that, um, Bryce, I can see that Bryce is very much. Um, he's very much. Uh, thank you very much, by the way. Thanks, honey. Um, I can see that he, I can see that Bryce is very much engaged with that Flash, and then when we watch the new Flash, I can see him really losing interest in it. Yeah, and I think I think it's a thing that like the new Flash is a little more serious than the older Flash. You almost you almost see shit Flash is more very much yeah. more of a comic book it's show. More ba- it's more Batman, uh, Tim Burton shit. Yeah, it's more. It even, it even has like it even has uh, uh, what's his name doing the fucking theme for him. The guy, what's his name? Danny, this is it Danny Elfman? Danny Elfman is the, the score, the theme for the class. Yes, he, he did do, the, he did do the, the original score, and I think uh, who took over was the uh, the woman that uh, did the Batman animated series. Well, there you go. You, you can even see the art deco, like the way like the some of the prompts look in the for, in the background, like of the, of the cityscape. Even like even a lot of it's even like Big Tracy like too. So I mean, it's I don't know. Someone I, I showed Bryce Big Tracy like a year ago. He really dug it. You know nothing about Big Tracy, you know. And now I'm right. trying to get now I'm trying to get him into watching the, the show. I've actually bought the Shout Factory uh, Collector's Edition of The Shadow, which is one of my favorite movies. I'm trying to get him to watch that, but I haven't had a chance yet. I think he's really big in. But like all these colors, you know, like Big Tracy has so much color. They pop all these popping colors everywhere. And all these crazy oh, characters: flat top, pimple face, mumbles. All these fucking characters. You know, it's really cool for a kid to watch all this shit. And yeah, uh, I think I think I think that's what worked with uh, for Bryce with the uh, the original show, the '90s show, because the way he runs, the way they the aesthetic of the way they make him look like when he runs looks really cool. Uh, even for me, but like for a kid, it looks really awesome. Looks like he's really running fast. Like even Mr. even uh, Captain Cold looks awesome. Uh, you know, it's just like it's just a lot of cool aesthetic shit that I think he likes yeah, more. Yeah, I, mean, I, I definitely I definitely think the effects uh, on the Flash show are pretty fucking cool. Though. I I think seeing him running and 
the lightning effects. Uh, I dig it. You know, I, I dig it. I dig it a lot. Said, I'm like, I'm like, oh my god, if they had had this, if they could go back and remaster, you were George Lucas. Oh yeah. You know, on the original and add those effects. You know, sure. to to the to the John Wesley ship. You know, because he had the he had the that suit. You know, the suit that they made for that show was like a lot of money. Um. To do, and they were trying to sort of, and it would have like it had that had that like if they decided to go, hey, we're gonna we're gonna bring in the the Flash and the, the next Tim Burton esque sort of um, you know Batman movie, it w- it would have looked really cool because they didn't they wouldn't have like not matched each other. It would look pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, it, that suit that John Wesley should wore was awesome. It's still awesome today, in my opinion. It's, it's, like the best flash suit I've ever seen. It's very cool. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, the, it's the fun. The thing is like you know, it's a muscle suit. It looks cool. Yeah, the guy, the guy was in shape though. That was the thing. He was, he was yeah, in he was way in shape. better shape than any of the like Michael Keaton or any of those fucking guys. You know, it was just like agreed. Agreed. He actually looked like he could fuck. He could fuck up. He could bitch slap Michael Keaton. And Michael Keaton. <laughs> might, I might love Michael Keaton. Then, might, I know you might cry though. He got big slapped by that dude. Got kissed by a rose on a grave. Um, yeah, that was my wedding song. That's how corny I was back then. That's how fucking retarded I was. <laughs> God bless us, but man, I was Batman down. It wasn't about even the. I mean, the song was amazing, and I loved the song and all that. I can't. I can't listen to that song anymore. You know. It, it, well, my routine was even. It's that Val Kilmer Batman shit. Right. Sure. 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 That's when everything went stupid. But like, it got, you know, really, it got really stupid, man. Horrible. <laughs> yeah. And here's the thing that's really funny, and I'll tell you this, like, as a perspective situation, okay? My son, you know, I fed him a steady diet of those fucking Batman animated series. Yeah. Yeah. Then he, then he, you know, then he saw the Justice League animated. Mm. Right. And to, for him, his Batman, and he, and he literally grew into. You know, uh, Christian Bale. Christian Bale was his... He cried at the end of that last movie. Oh, wow. That fucked fucked him up, okay? He grew grew up... You have to imagine now. You know, he grew up watching Christian Bale be Batman. I showed him... I went back and check this out. And he he was like, whatever. The Michael Keaton ones and all that? Like, he's just kind of like, that's nice, but give me a break. Really? Yes. He grew that's, up that's, with that's that's um yep. not in it. not into it I know that hurts not, a lot. <laughs> not into it at all not into it at all it was like that's rough I'm like check out uh, you know check this out he was like uh, you know okay he's like and I asked him he watched it and I was like what do you think and he's like it's okay but I like you know he liked it. that's what he grew up with. You have to, like, people don't get it. Like, his, his, uh, oh, my God, when, when did the last one come out? What was it, 2012? Or was it uh, 2011, maybe? The Dark Knight Returns, whatever it's called. The Rises, the Rises. The, the uh, Dark... Rises, yeah. I don't know, something like that. Yeah, like 13, right. like, like 12, yeah. 13, yeah, something like that, yeah. yeah. So it's a real quick transition, and he, he thinks he thinks that uh, Ben Affleck's pretty cool. He's like, yeah, that's fucking pretty crazy. But... For him, Christian Bale was his Batman. 
And and that, and, that, that, and the that, voice that of made, Kevin Conroy. Kevin Conroy. Kevin Conroy. Uh, he knew who he was. I would talk about it. I was like, that's Kevin Conroy. And then I would show him like little clips. You know, like this is the guy that does him, and he's like, oh man. So he knew who he was, and then he heard the Fat Man on Batman interview with him, and, and he was just like, oh my god, oh, that's that's a great episode, by the way. Fuck yeah, dude. That you know, show so, that show is nothing like it used to be at all. So. Oh no, he gimmicked it all up and turned it into it's, something that it wasn't. Okay, which, which I don't like. I like I like Mark Bernard and when Mark Mark Bernard would show up on his show. I, I like when Mark I like when Mark Bernard would show up on his show too. He's very funny. You know, it's but Mark guy. Remember when he would show up and they would do like the Batman commentaries and make fun of like the fucking Batman. Yeah, man, it pissed oh. me off. <laughs> oh, I loved it. I thought it was hilarious. See, I can laugh at it, dude. Cause they talk, they I talk was shit a, about Batman and Batman Returns and stuff. Yeah, like but, that. They, but they were fans of that. They loved that shit. But they, they were like, they let's did. make fun of it. You know? You, you, listen, dude, you, you got to have a sense. You can't take it so personal. Like, they, like, 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 when they were making fun of, uh, what was it? Well, uh, some, some of the stuff, I, I, I'm not going to say that all the things that I, I, I love, uh, pissed me off was when I thought shit about them, but like when they were making fun of the Batman and Robin movie, you know. But anyway, uh, Batman Forever, <laughs> which, which Batman is fine. Forever, Batman Forever was fucking comedy, dude. When they were like, he he learned uh, to be a badass from uh, doing uh, wash food, La- laundry. Yeah, laundry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I will never watch that movie again. Oh, uh, I hate forever. I hate, I hate it, man. I will never watch. I will never watch Batman Forever. Uh, oh. Or Batman and Robin ever again? I I, wa- I, I actually yeah. last time I watched him, <laughs> the last time I watched him was that I let my son watch him. Oh I mean, my god! I knew he probably would dig them because he's young enough. Kill the heroes! Yeah. Is is some zero now? Play no. zero. That's terrible. It's, he should have been Bane, and it should have been played serious. Honestly. Uh, Always bums me out. Always bums me out. I think Schwarzenegger is the best part of that movie, dude. Well, it's funny. It's It's funny, yeah. He's the comedy. He's the only one who got it in that movie. He's the only one who got it. In my opinion, he's the one who got read that script and was like, I get it. Everybody else else is all over the place. (laughs) We can do it. I'll be Mr. Freeze. Uh, In my opinion, Mr. Freeze, here's here's where that got ruined for me. Uh, Paul Dean, he's a brilliant, a magnificent episode, Heart of Ice, um, the animated series. And you see that, and you and you feel so much sympathy for that character. And, you do. And, 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 Heart of Ice, Heart of Ice I own on VHS. One of the first Batman animated movies, or any Batman animated I ever showed my son. So I, I own Heart of Ice. And I also that, own Sub Zero, which is another uh, Sub Zero is like no one even talks about it. That's a really good fucking it's movie. It's very good. It's very very good. Yes, that, that's Paul Dini and and Bruce Tim and fucking the whole gang, dude. You know who? You know what else no one ever talks about? It's fucking Masculine with fucking fantastic. Oh no, I talk about that one, and that 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 is a that is a that it's is crazy. That is one of the best Batman movies ever made. That one ever. And I and I and I and I I'm sorry, man. I I go on record, you know. I'll go on record here and totally agree with Kevin Smith that the Dark Knight Returns, like the deluxe edition, uh, animated. I fucking love that. I go back and watch that one a lot. 
Ben returns the the, the adaptation. The adaptation. Dark Knight. Dark Knight returns. The, the Peter Weller voice. Peter Weller, dude. Yeah. Uh, it's very. It's it's very good. I like it. It's fucking really cool. But what's cool is that old episode from the animated series from like season four, where they did like you know that sort of story where all the kids have their own version of what Batman. Oh, was. you're talking about that movie. Oh, what's that movie called? It's called. Well, there's there's the movie Gotham Knights. They did that. Gotham Knights. Gotham Knights. Gotham Knights is great. But but yes, but that was taken and totally ripped from an episode of the Batman the animated series. And these three kids walk up. No joke, dude. There's this I've one seen it. Kid. I've seen it. I haven't. I haven't. You it's, have, okay. it's, it's on. It's but, actually on the first season of and that. The one and the one kid's like, I love the colors. And they're like, Oh, Joel, right? Is it Batman chasing somebody in like uh, in a train yard, and he gets injured, and these kids take care of him, and they all have their own sort of visions of how Batman got there, or something it, like it, that? It's, listen, it's just like the Gotham Knight movie, mm-hmm. which was like different Japanese sort of animated kind of guys coming in and doing their take on it. Yeah, uh, written by like Brian Azzarello, Greg Rucka, all those guys. Okay, Greg but, Rucka. What? Yeah, he, yeah, he wrote one of the one of the episodes in that in that movie. Was it? Okay, I, I know where you guys went. Yeah, we just went out. Oh, front. Okay. I don't want you guys walking the car, but I don't want you walking the car by yourself. So. Yeah. Okay. All right, I'm sorry. Sorry, go ahead, buddy. No, it's cool. Um, no, but. Uh, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. You know, there's you know there's the Batman the animated series episode yeah. I'm talking about, and then there's the Gotham Knight movie. Yeah, Japanese. Okay, that came out a couple, you know, probably about 2000. Oh my god, I just, I just had a fucking idea, a question for you. Who is your favorite villain in the Batman animated series? Oh my god, um, there are a lot of them. So take your time. Not pressuring you. You know, you know. Honestly, I'm gonna have to say uh, villain. I'm gonna have to say the Joker. I mean, right. I mean, I mean, Mark Hamill. You know, fucking doing that, which which was very interesting in that story. And that Tim Curry originally did the pilot, mm-hmm. and they didn't like it. Or they they were like, let's try. You know, they, and Mark Hamill just owned it. Oh. You know, and like, you know, he did. And he said, he was like, I just was like, I'm not going to get this, so I'm going to go over the top. And yeah. He fuck it, and he fucking won it. You know, he was like, Yeah. And, I, and Tim Curry would have been really interesting. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, that would have been cool. I wish I could hear that, you know, like, just to hear him be Tim Curry doing the laughing and the whole thing. Oh, yeah. But, you know, I mean, uh-huh. 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 Yeah. oh, my God. You know, he would have just owned it. Okay? He would have owned it, dude. He would have owned it. Oh, would he would he still be doing it after all these years? Like like Mark Hamill? Probably not. You know, he probably, probably like not. I'm done now. Thank you. That's enough. But... I gotta say, for me, definitely without a doubt, gotta be Clayface. Oh yeah, man. Clayface is, Clayface is so tragic. The, Clay, um, the Clayface episodes that you know the first time we see him, not the oh, oh, so good, so brutal. That one and it's the Two Face one. Two-Face? Oh. It's that brutal, too. Well, like that scene where Batman leads Clayface, and I wish I remember his actual name. It's, like, it's, a, it's, it's a very classic Hollywood name. 
Yeah, but Matt like, something or other. I can't remember. Oh, you're right. It is Matt something yeah, or other. Matt yeah, you're right. Um, he, when Batman brings him to that fucking room with all those TVs and shows him all the roles that he played, yeah, he's, he's just wigging out. Uh, it's so they don't make they don't make cartoons like that anymore. Hand hand drawn animation, like, hands on animation, like took weeks, months, yeah. months to pro- like send the ship to Japan to do to do some of the mat shot matting shots, and uh, it is it, it's just incredible. I just. I mean, Clayface, I mean, well, not only just Clayface, but the Batman the Animated Series, along with Justice League uh, and, oh, and yeah. Justice League Unlimited, are Fuck, the dude. best cartoons Fuck. ever Fuck. made ever, for me. Samurai Jack is, is right up there with me as far as, like, just totally original, totally fucking beautifully hand-painted watercolor backgrounds. You know, yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and what's cool about the new stuff, which I, you know, I don't have cable. Have, have you watched um, Justice League? Uh, what is it? Um, no, I, I've seen a couple clips on YouTube. The it Young, really awesome. Like, like Justice League, young, Youngest League, or something. What's it, what's it called? Like, yeah, it's called Big Action or something like that. It's called like Big Action. The, or, no, no, no. It's called Justice League. It's Justice League. It's it's it's, it's an awful ad. Um, it's got. Oh, young, you're talking about Young Justice. Young Justice. I think Young Justice is That's fucking amazing. phenomenal, dude. Two seasons. They're working yeah, on a third season now. Yeah, they're doing a I third mean, season for Netflix, dude. You can't that, that. That's amazing. That, oh, that, that, that is an incredible show. I mean... Totally it's, different, too. Like, had to have oh, like, yeah. a different take on the characters. Oh, had yeah. Had your one guy doing Batman's voice, which I like the guy. He did the Me voice... Too. I can see. He did, he, remember, he did the voice for the Under the Red Hood uh, mm-hmm. movie. Uh, and he was the guy that played Pike in the... Which is also very bleak. <laughs> yeah, oh, oh, yeah, dude. It's a bleak fucking movie, dude. <laughs> fucking brutal. So, oh, man. Robin, what's, what's, how are you? Hey, you know, like, uh, it's, it's, it's fucked up. It's depending on that fucking, what's it, uh, Bad Blood or some shit? You know what it came bad, out like a couple of years ago? Bad Blood, with, yeah. With, the, with, with Batwoman the, and everything? It's yeah, just, oh. Yeah. I like that, and I think that's really cool. I think it's a lot of fun, man. Uh, Saw Ya Ghoul, dude, which is, in my opinion, the best, like, like besides Clayface, like, one of the definitely. greatest fucking Batman villains ever. Yeah. Completely blown in the Dark Knight Rises. They blew it. Oh, they blew it uh, bad. I, mean, I don't like that movie uh, anyways, but I mean, that, that, that I, I like bad. a lot of that. I like a lot of bits of that film, uh, and then there's parts of it where you have to just go, well, you fucked that up, but yeah. I like the ending of it. I do like the... You know the uh, where it, where it comes to, you know what it comes to and it, you know for me like I said watching in the theater I went and saw the saw it before I, yeah, I went alone that you know kind of like I did with Logan went and saw the movie by myself I actually was just blown away by it even though you know I didn't see all the flaws or anything because I was so into it and then seeing it with William and watching him like, like silently weep. In that scene where Batman is flying towards the his inevitable doom, you know, with the bombs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and then having Gordon, you know, realize that that was Bruce Wayne and kissing Catwoman, all that, dude. And looking uh, at... I wish I felt that way when I watched the movie. I just didn't feel that when I watched the yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. No, I did. I, and for me, it was an emotional connection to my son uh, because I watched him grow up. Because the first one came out in 2005. I think William was, let's see, what was he, three or, he's three or four 
uh, when it came out, I didn't take him to that. It's dark. It's a fucking dark ass movie. They're all and pretty when dark. It, when so. it came, yeah, when it came out on, you know, DVD, then I showed it to him, and he loved it. He fucking loved it. I'm like, oh shit, he loves this. He's about six. Batman Begins is and then he definitely Knight. my favorite. Batman Begins is a movie that I feel like really stretch, really make, really lets you in on the feel, lets you in on Bruce Wayne and his sort of journey. And, uh, and you got Michael Caine playing, you know. Oh. I mean, there was a Michael, Morgan Freeman, Michael Caine, you know, like that's his family, dude. You know? Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's and there's there's also a lot of I I don't I don't really like it that much, but I do I think there's a ton of aspects of uh, and scenes uh, of the Dark Knight that are really fucking great. Really, really, you you were you were one of those people that didn't fall for the Dark Knight. Uh, uh, I did, I did when I was younger when I first saw it, but after, over time watching it over and over again, it's like it's really fallen for me. But I also don't yeah. hate it. Um, I don't dislike it. I still like it uh, quite what a is, bit. What is it? Is it, is it Heath Ledger that you don't like, or how'd that play out for you? Uh, yeah, there's a lot of Heath Ledger stuff I don't like. There's a lot of, but it's weird. It's like a lot of Heath Ledger stuff I don't like. There's also a lot of Heath Ledger stuff I do like. There's a lot of uh, Christian Bale stuff I don't like. There's a lot of Christian Bale stuff I do like. So it's it's it's, it's a real big mishmash of all kinds of feelings in that fucking fucking movie. Then when Dark Knight Rises came out, I was like, I don't like it at all. So, you know, it's a weird thing. Uh, you, were weird. Une- you were uneven with the, uh, with the Chris Rillen take on it. Now, what mm-hmm. do you think about, are you, uh, I said you were really uneven about the Chris Nolan take on it. Yeah, yeah. I- I'm pretty uneven on Chris Nolan in general. So, you know, it's just, it's a, it, he's a, he's a roll of dice for me. Cause like, you know, for me, um, Memento is his best film. So, I mean, I'll, I'll take Memento over anything, you know, and like, even like, Insomnia, which I also think is like a fucking amazing film. I'll take that over a lot of shit that he does. Because, I mean, those well, movies, okay, yeah, I mean, you, I mean, you have to take the, you know, the Batman trilogy aside. I mean, yeah, he's he's done some pretty cool fucking movies. The the uh, what was the film? Uh, Christian Bale and Hugh Jackman. Uh, people don't even remember he's in the fucking. Oh, it's a great movie. Prestige. And Prestige. You can't you can't fuck with that movie. Like that oh, movie, no, you can't you can't fuck with that movie. And no one Please. talks about that movie. No one talks about dude. No one talks about that. No one talks about Yeah, I know, but I mean, like, no one talks about Insomnia. Insomnia's got fucking Robin Williams, the serial killer. I no love one talks Insomnia. about that. I love that song. It's a great fucking movie, dude. I mean, I mean, he got paid. Life is good. Like it's not like you know he's not like I'm sure he's very proud of those films, but yeah. I don't hear in the circles of people talk about those films that he made that were really cool. Yeah. No one talks about them as much as they should, I think. Because, like, Memento is a very cool movie and a good movie. And, like, Insomnia is a very cool movie. The Prestige is a really cool fucking movie. Yeah. Like you say, fucking, you got Thomas Edison, David Bowie playing fucking Thomas Edison in that movie. It's fucking amazing. So, I mean, no one thinks about that. No one thinks Tesla. about it. He was playing Tesla. Yeah, Tesla. I said Tesla. Tesla, yeah. yeah. Fuck Thomas Edison, that cocksucker. He took all the glory. Piece of shit. <laughs> fucking aliens fucking helped him with his fucking... <laughs> oh, fucker. 
fucking electrifying uh, electrifying uh, elephants. Killing oh, elephants. What a piece of shit. He's a total wow. piece of shit. Yeah, I'm sorry, Edison. <laughs> no, I know. It's so funny. So, no, it's Tesla. Tesla was our, our history doesn't even talk about Tesla. You have to find out about him. Like, you find out about him, like, from other people. Like, holy shit, Nikolai Tesla? And, you know, Dave Bowie shows up. I'm going to have to watch I think I might have to throw that motherfucker on before we get off the phone because uh, I don't even have it. I got to re- I got to find out somewhere to watch not, it. I, love I it. have not watched that fucking movie in so long. And like you're talking to Nolan, and I'm like, yeah, Nolan, you know, dude, the Batman stuff, like the Batman stuff, I watched the hell out of it, and I had to get away from it. And then what's sad to me is how quickly, you know, they were like, oh, we're making a new a new Batman movie, and, like, Christian Bale didn't get asked. No, he even said, he's like, nobody said nothing to me about it. it was boom. But you said you were done with it, Christian, so which is it, bitch? You know? I, <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think, I think he was done with it. I think he, he, he was, was done. actually done with it. He fucking put his time in, man. He's like, everybody yeah, puts dude. their time in as a character, and it ain't easy, dude. Like, you know, no. he lost his mind. What's funny is if, I, if they would have made a played straight-ass movie with yeah. Michael Keaton as Batman, like, can you imagine? Like, he would have done all the shit Christian Bell did, I think. He would have he would have physically gone through that. They would. Everything. They would have. But they, they weren't making movies that way back then. Michael Keaton was de- Michael Keaton was definitely dedicated. And oh, yeah. um, they, 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 they fucked him. They tried, to, they tried to bring him with that old, basically an old man Batman. And uh, they, didn't, they didn't want to go that route, even though he was totally down for that route. They didn't want to do that. That's, that's, that's sad to me. So, Oh, man, yeah. there's so many characters. There's so many people that could play, you know. But I but I actually really like what they did. Like, I'm glad with, like, when they made this, it, whatever you feel about Batman Superman. I love the film. I know people fucking hate the movie with their very fucking essence. But I have a love for that film. Uh, I have a love for Man of Steel as well. What um, you doing, Batman vs. Superman? Yes, I I, oh, okay. I I love the director's cut of that film, and I, I like, you know, I, it's got I its flaws, like yes, but I think the that Ben Affleck stuff, the uh, Jeremy Irons as fucking Alfred was such a really good good choice. I wish there was more of him in that film. He I hope we see him. He definitely should have been in more. Yeah, I think he's going to be in this Justice League film a little bit more as well, and I'm kind of excited about that. But, uh, I'm with, I'm on board with you with with Man of Steel. I think Man of Steel is a good. But, I, I mean, think, I think it's just going to be is going to be the the you know we're going to see this journey that you know everybody wanted this thing right away and it, either you hung in there with it or you didn't but Sorry. I honestly feel that Justice League will be are you getting in trouble I don't want to get you in trouble no 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 I, I throw cigarettes and uh, don't have she's giving me cigarettes uh, oh okay not your fault it's my fault I'm an idiot no no I'm sorry <laughs> um. I'm just saying that I think I think the Justice League film is going to be where, you know, everyone who has been like kind of shitting on this version of Superman, is they're going to get the Superman uh, when he resurrects because you know, he's clearly going to come back on this when we yeah. need him the most. When we need him the most, and everyone is accepted him as the hero that they that they denied, but realized that we fucking needed him. The end of the film to me was like. Yeah, the whole world realized that that guy was there and he saved them. And, yeah. and all, all the all the haters and the doubters of that character or that being uh, in that setting that they did, they try to take it in a sort of a real worldish sort of what if this thing was 
alive and in our world. Yeah, and politics you know, would be politics would be held heavily involved. Oh sense. my God, it would be insane. Okay, and and uh, and I like that, that play on it. Yes, it's depressing and dark and all this. I like I like that play on it too. But I think it's going to truly explode with the Justice League film if people aren't just going to be shitting on it before it comes out. Um, I think it's that's, going to when he shows up. He's the hero we've been waiting for. He's the one that's like going to save the fucking day, like he's supposed yeah. to. Yeah, I, I hope. I hope so. I mean, I do. I hope so. I think so. I'm gonna. I'm, I'm gonna put my balls on it and say that. I hope just. I hope just gonna do with this. I hope just the league is great. I really do because I mean, and I know you love Trevor Superman. I know Martin loves it. I don't love it. I mean, honestly, don't really care for it too much. Is it, there are again, there are aspects of the movie I like a lot. You know, obviously it's got Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman was. One of my top five favorite characters of all time. So it's right. great like, that she's like, in there. Like that, tra- that trailer to me, like this new Wonder Woman movie, awesome. doesn't doesn't see to me. It doesn't look that great. I don't, I don't care. Like I'm like whatever. I'm excited about it. I'm excited about it. I never, I never thought I'd ever see this. That's why I'm pumped about it. Right. It's very cool. Like I said, yeah, that's kind of the cool thing about it. But it, like I watched this big. Everyone's like, check out the third trailer, and I'm like, okay, it doesn't look like. I've only watched the first trailer. That's all I've watched. And I look, I'm not going to do any more than that. I'll wait for it to fucking come out. And I'll go see it. I'm not going to keep watching trailer after trailer. I hate that shit nowadays. Like a trailer for a trailer for the trailer. Or a teaser yeah. for the trailer. Like, fuck that. Show me a trailer. I want this trailer. I'm fucking done. I, I just out. want the Dark I'll Tower wait. trailer. I just want the Dark Tower trailer. If they're fucking smart. And I wish I would have watched that either, because now I'm like, what the fuck's going on with the Dark Tower now? I'm fucking, I'm confused. Oh, uh, it's so coming it's like, out in July. Uh, we we should have seen a really, like a real trailer, dude. Yeah, so that was one thing. That, that, that leaked out wasn't watching. supposed to be. People weren't even supposed to see that, and, and and that was in October, and then it was like nothing now ever since. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm interested I to see. This is me. Uh, this is me off too. I, I, oh, you know what? I wanted to mention this to you real fast. Um, because I'm drunk. Basically, and I'm, I'm thinking yeah. all kinds of. Yeah, I'm thinking I'm about five, all kinds of five deep. I'm five deep right now. I'm really. I'm yeah, really I'm, I'm about. I'm probably about five in. I'm probably about five deep into. And, I, and I've got a little. I've got a little edible going on. Oh shit! Right. Oh shit. shit! Yeah, so we're good. I'm, I'm mellow and like I'm, I'm, I can see what's happening. I'm not. I'm not blacking out or anything. Future. <laughs> 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 uh, so like, so me and Martin watched Excalibur, right? We just watched Excalibur. We did Excalibur episode yeah. last yeah. night. Yeah, huh. And I'm watching it. I'm watching it. And I'm like, okay, this came out in '81. What's up? When, when did um, when did the dark when did Gunslinger come out? Gunslinger came out. Uh, the actual book, because it was originally uh, serialized hmm. in a magazine. Okay. The first three, like the first three chapters of that book. Then he um, he got somebody to, which was Donald M. Grant. Publisher, he was man, Donald M. Grant. He was a, okay. a publisher that did okay. like spe- he would only publish like special edition hardcover Conan books or Robert E. Howard stuff, H.P. Uh, Lovecraft, things like that. All right, all right. All right. Um, King finished the final chapter. Okay, the the Gunslinger and the Dark Man, which is what it was called originally. Okay, and the guy collected it into a book and. Uh, published it in a very rare limited edition hardcover, which no one knew it was even happening. It was never like 
you know, talked about or anything. And it wasn't until, like, about 1984. 84, I think, okay. I think it was a talisman where you you started, you would see this book, The Gunslinger, The Dark Tower, The Gunslinger. People were right. like, what's, what is that? Because it hadn't even been really, you know, unless you were, like, in the science fiction fantasy fan club of Donald M. Grant, no one else knew that Stephen King was putting it out. We didn't have the internet, so nobody knew about this. All right, and cool. you, you start seeing it in the lists, right, in his books. Yeah. I remember as a kid, I would go, what is that? Then it finally was published, kind of mass-produced, published, soft trade with the artwork, uh, that soft cover you probably would see, not the paperback, but like a, a bigger size, okay? Sure. Um, and that's when I first saw it, uh, and it was 1988. And that's right. when it was released to the public, essentially. All right, so... It originally came out in 82, though. So I'm okay. Saying, I know the history of this big concept. All, right. so, you know. All right, so Excalibur probably takes, I don't know, maybe a year or two to make, and then it comes out in 81. Okay. Right. There's a, there's a line that Merlin says in Excalibur. He says, there are other worlds than these. I have to move on. And I'm like... Yep. That's yep. where that's where King got the inspiration for this shit. He was well, fucking Excalibur. I would hope yeah. so. But I mean, you know, I don't want to say anything about what we say on the show, but like, you know, I mean, Excalibur right. is I'm gonna, I'm gonna Excalibur, to Excalibur is a. I mean, that's that's the that's the uh, a a fuck. I'll just I'll just say it. It's a masterpiece. So it's like you know, hey, you know, there are lines written from this book that was written in, you know, 1400. Yeah, I'm, I'm, looking, I'm looking at the hardcover right now of the original Sir Thomas Mallory illustrated Sir Thomas, by yeah. Aubrey uh, Bursley, yeah. La, Morte, La Morte de Arthur, okay, which yeah. is the, the death of Arthur story. Yeah. Yes, the original sort of story of all of that, okay? And it was it, it was it was cool to hear Merlin say that and hope that King got some inspiration from that. Well, clearly, because, you know, Roland's guns, the metal of the guns are... He's a, he's a knight. He's a knight, dude. I mean, yeah, yeah, but his guns... I explained this to William and it blew his mind. Yeah. Roland, Roland's guns, or his father's guns and before him and all that, okay? Yeah. The metal, the metal of his guns, the guns themselves, are are are, are is, is Excalibur melted down. What? Yeah, did um, I know that? Yeah, it, that, that a lot of people miss that. Okay, but in the series, it's finally explained. His guns are from the actual sword, melted down and forged into his irons. Okay, his six guns, his Excalibur. Wow. There's no fucking around. Like I missed Roland, that too though, I guess. Yeah, yeah, man. And like, you know, I don't know if the, the, the I could see the movie really digging into a level of that and, and messing with it. I could see Martin who is a who is a wizard, who is a sorcerer. Yep. Uh and if you ever uh, you maybe you haven't read it yet, but the the book that came out between you know, he came out after the series was done in two thousand eleven, The Wind Through the Keyhole. No, nope. I've read it. I've read it. Oh man, dude, that book takes—you know—the the, the, the wraparound takes place between 
Book Four and Five. Okay, so okay. Between, Wizard between Glass, Wizard Glass, and, and the Wolves of the Column. Yeah, Wolves of the Column. It is, it is the, it is the like King was like, I just wanted to do this because I love, I love the characters and it gives us a chance to go back to Jake and Eddie and Susanna. Yeah. Uh, what happened between that? And then Roland tells the story of. Here's what's cool about that story. Uh, it's, it, 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 it's after all of the things that had happened to him, and his father basically sends him to this town where there is a creature that is eating people, okay? Like a like a like a like a like a demon or a worm or a, like a were creature. Basically. Sure. It's a, it's a, it's a Lovecraftian. So Roland is sent to investigate and try and solve this mystery. And Roland is telling telling Jake and Eddie and, and Susanna what happened. But within that story, it's basically Don Quixote. Oh, okay. okay. The story within a story within a story, okay? And, and Roland is telling Eddie this story in his quartet. And he's telling, then that story happens, and within that story, he meets a young boy that um, is investigating, you know, where the town where he's investigating, his father was eaten by one of these creatures, these, these like, sort of farmers mm, are being okay. eaten, okay? Kind of like Brotherhood of the Wolf, okay? There's oh, shit, bit, okay. A little bit of that going on in there, okay? Okay. And then he's telling this kid, well, when I was a kid, there was a story of Merlin. And then he tells a whole nother story within that. Mm. It's about, basically it's about the first gunslinger. You and, have to read the wind. And then it's, yeah, I guess that I guess that makes it a lot more well, I wouldn't say I guess, but that makes it a lot more interesting because, you know <clears throat> by the end of Merlin, uh, I mean by the end of Scalper you know why Excalibur is being thrown back into the lake because it's the end of magic. It's yes. the, the humans cannot humans cannot wield this power because no. they don't they don't know how to handle this power and they fuck it up as they as we do every time and it's better off forgotten and returned. And it kind of makes sense where Roland goes, you know, after Wizard and Glass and everything, and, and oh, on, yeah. because he's because oh, yeah. because I mean those his guns, they 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 his ability to wield those guns and the magic and the magic. I'm sorry. Um, that wave came out for a second. I don't know where. It's oh up. shit. No, that's okay. Izzy. She's probably with mom. Uh, Will. The door open. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. He's going to bed. He's like, where's my dog? Oh, my God. I don't know. Shit, I'm, 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 I'm about to fucking crash. No, we'll go. We'll, we'll get off here in a minute, but I, you know, uh, well, I, I know what say, you're saying about yeah, yeah. the swords. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. I love that we were saying there. That man, you, you know what I mean? With, 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 yeah, with Roland and his mastery of those of those two pistols and the power. So and the power yes. that, that Excalibur holds, it's yep. like, it's just too much. And I guess that makes a lot more sense. Than, uh, it makes more sense 
about where that story goes and how it ends. It makes a lot more sense because if you think about it, it's almost it's almost there's not a there's not a Dark Tower eight, but like if you think about it, if if Excalibur ended the way that it did, and I'm sure you remember the you remember how it ended. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Um, it, it's bleak as fuck. Oh yeah. Um, um, but if it ended and then picked up, like say maybe thirty minutes later, later with a guy walking through the woods and finds a sword in a lake, and it all starts all over again, that is hell. That is hell, physical hell, because sure. you get to watch two hours and twenty minutes of decades upon decades of time passed by, years passed by. And these these characters, um, they meet a fate, and it is sad as fuck. And the, to see, and you wonder to yourself, why? Like, what's the point? And I have a feeling, since you told me about what happens to the Winston Keyhole, it's like, yeah. is, this, is this what Rowan is doing? Is he still oh, going? Oh, oh. Well, that, yeah, the, the cyclical thing that is that story, which you won't ruin it, but we'll say it's cyclical, okay? Yeah, sure. And Ka, remember, Ka is a wheel. Roland always said, Ka is like a wheel, right? Ka's a wheel, yeah. Right? And he comes back to that place, uh, kind of until he gets it right. What's the cool thing about what, what King has explained, and I'm very excited now about the film, is that the film, had you read all those books as a fan, I have. this is the final cycle. He has his horn, which he never he kept leaving behind. So the, the movie is the final cycle. The movie is the final cycle. Now, no uh, shit. They, they, they want there to be more movies. Uh, I don't know how this film ends. Uh, if this film is successful, they want to they, they want to do the trilogy, but they're all about they being are, successful, man. Yep, and they've already greenlit this happening, Wizard and Glass miniseries, which will happen on Netflix. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, oh, we're cool. gonna we're gonna see the we're gonna and Idris Elba and the and the kid Tom Holland are coming back or Tom whatever his name is are coming back uh, to do the wraparound stories or Campfire Tale. Okay, where he's gonna probably explain his past. So I'm very interested in this film, okay? I mean, well, you you saying I'm just that... I'm frustrated. I'm just so frustrated they're not showing... Oh, so am I. Yeah, yeah, so am I. That's what's pissing me off more than anything. But you saying this is the final cycle really interests me then, more than yeah. I was before. He's got his horn. I saw a photo. They showed him. He's got his gun, his gun is back, you know? I've seen it. Got, I've seen it. He's got the horn. And, he did, and when he came out at the end of the series, he has his horn. That's all I'll say which is something he kept leaving behind every cycle. He'd throw it off at the Battle of Jericho Hill. He left it with the dead bodies of his friends. He's left fucking. And that's when he, he was just such, you know, so broken, you know, of a character. Um, and that's the thing. He's got his horn now when we see him in this movie. And so if you're a fan of the books, you're going to um, really see what's going on here. And if you're just a new viewer, like my brother was going to go see it, never reading the books or anything, it might be an entertaining film for him. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Right? But for yeah. the fans, there's a, there's, a, there's a secret thing going on there specifically for the fans of the books. 
and, uh, you know, hopefully people can get past Idris Elba being black, which is pissing <laughs> people off, let's be honest, and yeah, uh, get over it, because I think he looks pretty fucking pretty menacing and pretty interesting uh, in the photos, and, and Matthew McConaughey, I read an interview with him recently, and I'm like, holy shit, this guy gets... I got one the flag. major the problem with Roller. It is what? all about the boots. It's, it's not even either all about it. It's just the... It's the most... Posh, it's, no, no, no. It's the costume design. Oh, really? You really got an issue with that? No, I have, I have an issue with, like, this man has been traveling for what could be maybe 25, 30 years, maybe. You know, how many cycles? This shit doesn't... It doesn't seem worn out. Well, uh, he looks pretty. He looks pretty, pretty, pretty dusted up. And this, I've seen some recent shots, and he's pretty. He's pretty dusted up. He's pretty world weary. No, you know, what? I haven't seen that know. yet. So I, I, I just mean, what, what, in, in the book I've seen you posted. Yeah, I mean, in the, in the you know, in the, in the in the books, yes, he's wearing dungarees, which are basically jeans, mm-hmm. and he's, you know, he's got like a button-down shirt. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm, 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 I'm Roland, I've been thinking Roland. I've been Roland almost a John a John McClane esque wardrobe. It's just tatters, shredded, wore a cowboy hat. Yeah, but, but he's always he's always like he's always like um, like I remember in the books he's always like you know, he's got his own sewing kit and he would sew up his shit when it would be fucking far. Yeah, yeah you're, you're right. So it doesn't look like that. No, and no, he's still, got, he's got, the stills. He looks like he's Blade or something. It's weird. Oh, he's got yeah, he's got a costume. They they, they made a decision. You know, yeah, they, they definitely that's, did. That's, that's the production design. But he insisted because they they didn't even have more hat in this. He insisted on which I think is really cool. Uh, um, Idris Elba, like they were telling him, no, we're not going to use that. But he insisted on the red bandana around his neck. And which was just kind of he's always had that handkerchief sort of hanging down. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, yeah. He's like, no, we're keeping the red fucking. Like I, I saw an interview with him where he, on video where he was like, no, we're keeping. I'm keeping the red handkerchief. You're not taking that away from me. And he said he was like, yeah, we got a dust. He's wearing a duster. This sort of uh, that thing you're seeing where he's got. The, it's interesting though how they have his bullets, his ammo. Um, I've seen some really cool shots where, because, you know, he has to do his, how fast is he, right? He's got to be really fast. Yeah, yeah. And the way they've done this, he's literally got, like, it looks what looks to be, like, 50 to 60 cylinders. Oh, I haven't, I haven't noticed that. Oh, yeah, cylinders ready to go. Like, he pops a cylinder out, and he just pops another cylinder in. Yeah, he's not even loading the bullets. He's just fucking... I don't even... Yeah, I don't even envision... That's, that's not where I envision like this No, no. It, it, it's going to be... Look, dude, I don't know what to say. Like, it's going to be I, not anything like we want it to be. Yeah, I envision, like... I, I, I envision, like, hot callus fucking... Feet, sure. Index and thumbnails, dude. On fucking sure. heads of bullets and shit. That's what I envision, man. Totally. Like, tall, where he's fucking... Just he's reloading his bullets. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember he's like, he didn't even realize he was screaming the whole Killing time. everybody. Yeah, and I'm like, holy shit, dude. Like, you know. I, I, look, it's rated R. I'm glad it's not PG-13. I think we're going to see a lot of creepy fucking Stephen King I hope so. I, I hope so, man. Because, like, uh, literally, literally we, got, we, got, we have two 
major Stephen King movie coming out, what, this year? Yeah. Or this a year? year this, and, this year. No, September. Yeah, it, it, it doesn't dark tower. You have it. Yeah, it. I mean, it's, 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 um, it's pretty Two crazy. after Dark Tower, we get it. That's crazy, so, dude. That's big a budget, trip. Big budget, you know. Dark Tower, uh, big budget it. That's crazy. Yeah. I'm kind of excited. I'm excited. I'm excited Dark too. Tower, I'm Dark excited Tower too. is scary for me. You know how I feel about it. It's the I'm Bible all, to me. Oh my! It's the Bible. Not, yeah, That's definitely it. not. Um, definitely not my Bible, but definitely. It is um, I know. I know. I'm just saying I know, I, I'm, how I feel. No, about it. I'm just telling you. Like that's where I'm like. People are like, well, you have to. You have to accept it. Yeah, I do have to accept it. Sure, sure. I hate that shit. I, I really yeah. do hate hearing people say that because, like, yeah. it's not fair to you because you're, you're like, yeah, yeah, but, you know, I've followed this for, like, you know, 30 years. Yeah. So, fuck you. I was a child. I was, I was my son's <laughs> age when I started it, you know, and it ended when I was in my early 30s. And so, yeah, it was yeah. a journey for me. So, yeah, it's a journey. I, I that's, a, that's, loved, a, that's a journey that about, though. It's about the journey. About the journey. The ending was never going to be what you wanted it to be. Yeah, I want this big battle. Is it? Nah, it's pretty quiet, right? Yeah, yeah. But but the journey, those characters, those people, we love them. Okay, and so you know, all of that. But for me, I I, I have I have actually come to accept that it's just going to be a movie, right? Mm-hmm. It's not going to ever be what's in those books, and those books no. are always going to be there for me. My yeah, thing, yeah. My thing is this: if it comes out and everybody thinks it's a piece of shit, that will be sad for me. That's well, you know, I'm, that's what I'm scared for. I'm like, man, you, don't let this you, be a piece of shit. No, come on, you know? don't, don't let this little fucking shit on your, your happiness, dude. Come on. Uh, yeah, but I might hate it too and be like, damn, that, guys, you well, fucked that's it up. That's a thing too. That's a thing too, yeah, man. Fucked it up, dude. God, how did you fuck that up? Like, like that could have been. Why didn't you go to HBO and just just make it a I'm, series, you sons of bitches? I'm trying to think of a movie before I let you go. Like the last sort of scenario here for the show, because I'm about to fucking crash. Oh, I oh, know, I, we're dying. I'm trying. I'm, I'm fucking. I'm. I'm. One thirty in the morning, where I'm at, dude. I'm steaming, steamrolling this shit right now. But like, I'm trying it's to amazing. think of a. It's been amazing. I'm, by I'm, the way. I'm trying. To, it has been amazing. I'm trying to think of a, of, of a property that I've seen that I've loved and was that, shit destroyed. That that was shit, but like you also have a like a, a weird deep love for it. Oh, um, and most people don't. I'm trying to think of a movie that's like that. I, I know I have one. I just got to. We know them. We, we know them. I, I I I can't off the top of my head. I know there's a bunch that I know people hate. Well, but but. Uh, the Batman Superman film alone is despised and fucking. Oh, because she's gonna go now. Oh, I'll walk you down there. Yeah. All right, you you gotta go. Listen, we'll talk about this. So we'll do we'll do this next time. Swing up, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, okay, I don't. You do. Okay, okay. And then I'm gonna pee. Okay, okay. Um, yeah. Uh, well, listen. Uh, we'll we'll pick up this. Um, we'll the pick next up this time. conversation the last the next episode. So, um, fuck yeah! As as we're gonna be saying from now on, Mel Gibson by Mel Gibson's beard. Mel Gibson's beard. Mel Gibson's beard.
Love, I love that. That's a, that's a, that's a great, awesome, that's a great idea you had there for that thing. I love that, man. That's for fucking no bad. fucking reason at all. It doesn't matter because it's awesome. His fucking beard is magical and weird, and he's he's a wizard. <laughs> when he has that beard going, man, he shaves it off. It's fucking bizarre. He, he disappears. Weird <laughs> weaves, dreams, uh, leadership. I don't know, all kinds of crazy. He's swag. I'm convinced he's uh, he's he's one of the he's swag. <laughs> he's one of the minions of the tower. Fucking flag, dude. I love it. I'm down with flag. I'm down with flag. I'm down with flag. Yeah, you have to. You have to. The the gifts you posted with him tickling his beard. I don't know what interview you said. (laughs) He looks like a a lunatic. Some fucking lunatic, dude. I I um I praise him for it. I love him more for being a lunatic. I love it. He's a bad man. He's a man. He's a savage, dude. He's a fucking savage. He's a complete fucking. And he owns it. He doesn't give a fuck. (laughs) No, he owns that motherfucker, dude. I'm crazy. And yeah, I, love I can be crazy. I got I own an island. Fuck you. <laughs> I own an island. Fuck you. He does. Like, at, off Scotland or some shit. Fuck I believe it. I believe it. All right. Well, listen, uh, again, by Mel Gibson's beard, we finished this episode, and it's, yeah. fuck, it's been fucking, fucking fantastic. Fucking amazing. I'm fucking I'm laughing, dude. I have a smile. <laughs> Thank you. Well, People, people that listen, post your fucking thoughts and shit on our yes. fucking our group. Us. Let us know what you think. You know, tell us when we went off the rails. We love it. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, you, and we'll laugh at your comments. It's fucking yeah. yeah. <laughs> tell us if you tell us you think we're wrong or if we're right. We don't. We honestly don't really care. But tell we'll, us if you we'll, get read, it. we'll read it. We'll read it. We'll read it. And uh, hey, you know, fuck it. You know, by Mel Gibson's beer, we have the power. It. And uh, that's all. That's all it matters. Man. Mel Gibson's beard. God damn it. <laughs> Mel Gibson's beard. All right, brother. I'm gonna talk to you later. Cheerio, buddy. Cheerio, man. <laughs> Just <did it. laughs> Bye, man.